When does the show start? It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. Yeah, right. there it is. Wednesday, the 31st day of January 2024. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That is Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Good morning. Kyle on the other side of the glass. And there's Dougie T. You're, Good morning. Good morning, Dougie T. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. Also use that number to get on the text machine. At Listen to the BS on social, we will fire up the live stream here at 7 a.m. on the BS at 98 Rock Facebook page. Our podcasts can always be found whenever you want on the Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com. Uh, the Uncensored podcast, the new one, will be released today after the show. Government Mule, we'll even throw in a Government Mule CD. Uh, that prize will go to you closer to 8 a.m. this morning when we do a round of You Don't Know Jeff with five-time five time, five time World Heavyweight Jeopardy champion of the world. We got to get a win in this year. Yeah. Uh, this year, yeah. I thought you meant this month. <laughs> this year. So far, we're losing. <laughs> I, I, you know, I got to be honest with you. I don't know what I'm getting out of you today. She's uh, Nelson, she's all clogged up and she's miserable. I know, and that changed like overnight because you were worried yesterday that you were going to get sick, and now today you are stuffed up. We are definitely not using the S word. Just got a few little allergies. Yeah, all. can't say. Well, maybe we say the S word. Maybe where you're at, up. but where we're at, you can't. Like that's that's like that's no, no, bad. No. You say that, and people yell at you, and they they put like eight masks on your face around here, and. You know, you got to fill out paperwork, and I mean, it's a thing around here. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just a little leaky. I'm fine. Remember the days you could walk around and go, hey, I'm starting to feel sick. Now mm-hmm. you do that, and they scatter. Yeah. Like yeah. roaches when you turn the lights on. And you got to mm-hmm. take a bunch of tests and all kind of stuff. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, you get emails. <laughs> it's the cra- cra- craziest thing. Now, she's just got sinuses. Yeah. Uh, that's all. And, you know, in every time I tell her, because I'm the master of mastering sinusitis, I know what I'm talking about. I get it twice a year. I used to get it a lot more, but uh, it's she's she's down the hall because you know this place is it's actually kind of cool. Got like a little medicine cabinet. And they they offer all these things. You know, it's they got the Tylenol, they got the Zyrtex and the Claritins and all that stuff. Just kind of neat, right? I, I've never mm-hmm. worked in a place that's got so many amenities. Uh, and you don't have to pay for them. Um, nope. So she's down there. She comes back. She goes, oh, I got my I got my Zyrtec, and I'm like, it's not going to do anything. Zyrtec is an antihistamine. You take that before. It's uh, no different than drinking a lot of orange juice. Uh, that's all it is. And mm-hmm. and so I tell her every time. I mean, we've been we've known each other for eight years plus. Every time I tell her, and she never listens to me. Typical woman, just like my wife, doesn't listen to me. And I don't know why. Because you want me to take that cyanogator and drown. I can't do that. Now I will try to tell the doc and get some prednisone, but that's about all I can do. <laughs> I said, I said, you know what I'm going to say? And she goes, uh, pregnant zone. I was like, I don't know about all that. Mm. I said, <laughs> I said, you mean pre- prednisone? And she goes, pregnant zone, pregnant zone. 
I think that's the part in the club where all the girls are kind of hanging out. There's certain special the girls. Pregnant zone. <laughs> <laughs> that's the pregnant zone over there. And, and yeah, so you got you do the prednisone right out of the gates uh-huh. because uh, all sinusitis is is inflamed sinuses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I have. And then what happens is you get backed up, then you get the post nasal drip, and then you get a sore throat, then you lose your voice, which is not helpful for what we do for a living. And then if it gets infected, then you got to go Zyrtec, uh, and you'll know that by the color of your junk. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? You know? So getting a prednisone shot's not a bad thing. Flonase is obviously uh, good. They have some other things out now that are probably a little bit better and uh, better for you than Flonase, uh, which is a-, a The nose thing. I have, it's a steroid, yeah. Yeah, I have a prescription, one of those. We don't, excuse me, you don't need a prescription. I just still have it from the last time I was prescribed it, so I just use it whenever my nose gets back, backed up. So, I, you know, the Teladocs are great for this stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm going to try today, yeah. Teladoc. I've never used it since we've been here, so I'm going to try it today. Oh, it's great. I mean, I'll show you the app. You know, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they got plenty of apps. But I go into this app, and my information's already there, and, I mean, it was like, bam, bam, I had an appointment. They don't care. That's the thing with the Teladocs. They don't care. They don't. That's, they just don't write know you a that's prescription. <laughs> that's not a good idea, though, is it? That your doctor doesn't care? Well, it's not my doctor. It's the it's internet's you. doctor. No, it is your doctor that you're going to. This is the person that's in charge of whether or not you get better. Well, yeah, but if I know how to get better, I really don't need much from them. Got it. You know, just needs the prescription. I just need that DEA number is what you're saying. Yeah, I just need a feel better, and it'll you can pick it up. So you can use any Teladoc app because I already had one. Yeah, I mean, I'll make sure your insurance. I'm sure most insurances didn't do it. You know, okay. just just go in there and schedule it, and they'll say why. You know, with my I had that eye irritation the other week. I went in there, and, and actually, I start I put eye, and the drop down came up said eye irritation. I was like, they read my mind. So I hit the little thingy. I scheduled the appointment. This lady comes on. I said, you know, my eyes irritating. This is what's happening. And uh, she's like, what do you want to do about it? I said, I don't know. This is what I'm thinking. And she goes, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I concur, doctor. This is what I'm thinking. (laughs) (laughs) The the biggest hassle is picking up your prescription, especially if you go to Walgreens and Roseville. They're the worst. These people are horrible. So like three, four hours prior, you know, the lady says that she's, she's phoning it in. And I said, all right, cool. So I had somewhere to be, so I wanted my eye was killing me. I had this pressure coming from the back of my eye. I had no idea what it was. Like Nelson? Yeah, well, that's what I always fear is that I'm right. going to have the, the, the Nelson gooky eye. <laughs> and, so, uh, and so I was like, well, you know what? They haven't called me or anything, but it's been four hours. I mean, how long does it take to, to fill up a, a, an eye drop? So I go up there, and I said, hey, you know, Jason Bailey, you know, the, they said they were calling it in. This was like four hours ago. And, you know, this is after waiting 30 minutes because they had one person in front of me, but three people behind the plexiglass doing God knows what. Talking about whose hair is shorter, I guess. And uh, so I, I said, uh, I, she goes, oh, yeah, we've got it. I said, great, I'll take it. And she goes, what's well, not ready? <clears throat> I said, oh, okay, well, I, you know, I can wait. She goes, it's going to be about 30 minutes. 30, 30 minutes to fill, like, what do you have to do? She goes, well, we have to put it in the, in the container. Mm-hmm. We have to label it and we have to check it. So that takes 30 minutes. 
I said, you've had the damn thing for four hours. Right. <clears throat> and then she got kind of pissy with me. I'm sure she did. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, how difficult it is it to do your job? Just do your job. Nobody wants more. Nobody wants less. Just do your job. Everybody's backed up. You know, and then, you know, just to, I knew it just to piss me off. As soon as I left, 20 minutes later, I get a, a text. Your prescription's ready. I was like, oh, wow. You, uh, <laughs> you did that on purpose. Yeah. You know, so just get some uh, steroids, you know. Yeah, I just re-downloaded my Doctor on Demand app, so I'm going to check it out. See if I Anabolic can get steroids. Get no, 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 no. <laughs> we don't need her all juiced up in here. I'm no. just rageful, but she's still stuffed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kill you guys. She's not going to get mad at me. She's getting mad at her nose. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> People are trying to figure out what's wrong with Nikki D. That's why I only have one eyelash on right like, now. What did Bailey do now? <laughs> no, it's my nose this time. Just beating people up in the hallway. You know, And, and you, you can't go home and rest after this either because you've got to go do what a speech at a, a high school. Yes, I have to go talk to some high school kids after this. So. Are, you, are you prepared or did you? Well, initially I thought it was kind of how in the past I've done it where we are in the middle of a gymnasium with right. a microphone. Yeah giving speeches, but I found out that's not how it's working. Um, we're actually going to be at a booth, mm. and they're going to bring the kids by in waves oh, from classes. No, that's so not good. I'll be constantly talking. Now you're going to be like a, a D-list celebrity signing autographs at a convention in a VW hall. Yeah, yeah, but at least they're going to make sure the kids come by you. It's not like nah. you're just like in the gym and at a booth, and you're not even the sexy booth. Now, it's better to, you know, like... All right, boys and girls, settle down, settle down. Yeah. We have a treat. To, is this a high school? This is a high school. <clears throat> oh, that's a rough crowd. All right. Uh, boys right. and girls, boys and girls, none of you listen to the radio, but we have somebody that's on one. Back in the day, this was the popular form of media to get your music. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'd like to bring out the antique that they call me. <laughs> you know, so that's what you want, right? That's what you want. You want, you, you want the... Everybody focused on you. Now, mm-hmm. are you? did you like think this through? Are you prepared? Well, the, when I thought I was going to sit in the middle of the floor, I was. I had two um, talking points that I was going to speak on. I was going to jot like quick notes because I know what I want to <clears> say. <throat> and then when I found out that's not happening, now I'm, I'm just going to wing it because I don't really think I'm going to have time to make long old speeches all and right. all that stuff. We probably need to talk with her, Nelson. <laughs> right we need to put her in some scenarios you know like we need to think this one through my Living money's on my money's on this ends poorly <laughs> no sure. not at all for sure right not at all All right we'll we'll continue this guy can okay. you think of some of the like when you were a kid some of the school speakers growing up did you have any um, I've got a story for you like one guy that'll always stick in my mind but there's always a common denominator usually Usually, with unfortunately, follow me here, the best school speakers. There is a common denominator, usually, and unfortunately, with the best school speakers. Mm. Okay. And it's something I despise, but it works. Mm. All right. All right. Unfortunately, you're not that person. <laughs> oh, no. So you will not leave a mark. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, 916 909 0985. Participate. Love to hear from you. Love to talk to you. Give us a minute here. Hang on. You know, Nikki, you can always uh, snort alcohol to clear your sinuses. I oh. would like to pass on doing that as well. It does work. I'm telling you. It does work. Really? Be a good radio bit. Uh, yeah, and it was. 
Doug, we've oh. already been there, done that. I almost drowned live in oh, there. Right. No, yeah. that wasn't with alcohol. That was with the Sinigator. Yeah, I don't want to keep dying and coming back to life. <laughs> mm-hmm. You look like you're crying I'm not a right fan now. Of that. Your eyes are drippy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm telling you, Ruppel Mints and Gold Slugger. Snort that a little bit. It'll oh. clear up your sinuses. What is that? It's it's a it's liquor. You know, oh one of them's gosh. cinnamon and one of them's like a, a peppermint. So now I, I need to snort alcohol and liquor. I'll tell you what, I uh, can't do it today, but uh, you uh, shoot me a text. You got my number still, right? <laughs> of course. Okay. And uh, if you want to do it tomorrow, I'll bring it in. I don't want to do it any day. You, you will if you're in this much pain tomorrow. You will mm. be begging. Just do to something. snort alcohol? Anything. Anything that'll work. Sinuses. <laughs> uh, man, I'm telling you. I mastered the sinuses. I got numerous ways to get over it. Well, I'm calling the doc after work. To get some uh, yeah, but it's on. it's it's not. This is a quick fix. Like you've mm-hmm. got a big day today. This high school. What what high school are you going to? You know? No. Okay, great. So you don't even know which high school you're going to. You're probably going to get arrested <laughs> because you're not even supposed to be there. You, I am supposed to be there. You've got to go and give a speech. I'm assuming. What are you doing? You're recruiting kids to do oh, radio. I'm going to Valley High. Okay. What are you doing? What's your What's the point of you being there? It's a career day, oh. so they asked um, somebody from each station to go represent. I am talk s- to kids. so shocked they did not ask me to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, they did. They didn't ask me. They asked all of us. When? In a meeting. One um, of the last ones we had. I don't remember that. Mm, yeah. I do not recall. Yeah. yeah, Jen asked if anybody would volunteer. She needed a person from each station. Oh, I said shoot her email. Miss that? I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't be the right person. I'd tell them no, mm-hmm. don't do it. I mean, that's you know, that's what I tell everybody. Don't get into well, this business. Well, I'm do not going else. there to tell them to do radio. I'm going there to tell them to follow their dreams, whatever that is. That's oh, that's I'm so played out. Come up with something better than that. Yeah. I always do that. I never tell people to do radio. Like, I tell people to do what it is you feel your purpose to do and just don't give up at whatever that is. This is where my dreams got me, okay? So, like. <laughs> okay, maybe, and you've turned out fine. Maybe about 35 wake up. You know what I mean? Like, just that's when you, it's time to stop dreaming at about 35. You're going to stop by TJ Maxx and get one of those live, love, laugh signs. To- uh, no. <laughs> so, you're, no. Not, you're not doing the typical Ladies, everybody settle down here in the auditorium. We'd like to welcome uh, from the Bailey Show on 98.5, you know, because they, they'll never uh-huh. get the station right. You know, 98 point, Rock 98.5 mm-hmm. uh, in Sacramento, Nikki D. And you know, everybody, you know, you're here like, well, no, actually, turn that down. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be like, yeah. It'll be like a, you know, and that's no offense to you, but just nobody's paying attention. No, 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 I've Steve done this a few times. Lunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's a whore. You know, and you're like you know, all that stuff Whoa, going on. Oh, she's going to kill somebody. No, they're not talking about her. They're talking about, you know, Susie. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. So Nikki D comes out and she's waving. She's got the double wave going. Hi, everybody. And then, I you, do. Know, you know, you're doing the thing and you come out there and go, hello, and you introduce yourself. So you have pro- usually, I mean, you have a good 20 minutes to kill. Like 20 minutes, that's a lot of time in yeah. front of, that's a oh tough crowd. Yeah. But you don't have that. You're, no, I do not have 20 minutes. This is going to be a continuous flow of students just coming by our table. Coming by the table. Yeah. Okay. And you're just going to say, hi, I'm Nikki D. Follow your dreams. Have a nice day. I mean, I I, I don't know what I'm going to say because I don't have a lot of time. Autographs. So I can't make full <laughs> speeches. Yeah. Somebody's going to be oh my God, you're on the radio. Can I get an autograph? She'll be like, five bucks. No right. way. <laughs> yeah. She's going she's gonna to have her little area. She's going to have her 8 by 10s and her headshots and everything. Oh, nope. 
None of that. I don't even do have cards glossy? anymore. What's that? I said, do you want glossy or matte? I have both. I have both, yeah. <laughs> Pictures are 20, autographs are 10. <laughs> those kinds of things. So do you did you do you remember anybody that came and talked to you when you were younger that that like made a difference that stood out? Nope. No. Not one person. So I um I said this for break. there's one person that stood out. And it's always uh it, it's it's the person that I I hate when people get famous off of doing things the wrong way. But the you know the argument is is they're always the best speakers because they can speak from experience. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know it's the reality show, the American train wreck, getting back on the tracks, and that's what we love. We love to see the person fall, and then we love to watch them try to get back because if they don't, which a lot of times they don't, mm-hmm. we can sit back and then say we're right. Mm-hmm. You know it's like saw that coming. You know that was fun to watch. You know we love people's misery. That's why people love NASCAR. They don't like to watch the cars go fast. They like watching them wreck, yeah. right? Life uh-huh. is a NASCAR race. So uh, in college, like my first year, this big jacked up tattooed guy, when tattoos were scary, right? Early 90s. <laughs> you know, he walks out and, you know, it's, 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 you know it's, it's a small crowd. It was a small college my first two years at Wingate, North Carolina. And he walks out and he's like an ex-con, ex-drug dealer or something. But you have to start out with like a question or a trivia, like a trivia question. Right. You know, or a joke, you know, the best stuff you got to. So even when you're meeting these people at the booth, do you have like an opening line. Mm. No, I didn't practice anything. I don't, I don't know what to do now because I was practicing to, to do a speech. Yeah. So you got to kind of have to like pull them in. And this guy comes out and just he's intimidating as is. So we're watching him. We're like, who's this guy? Like he wasn't even really introduced, but he was there to talk to us about drugs and alcohol. And this dude pulls out a bottle of Mad Dog. Whoa. And then he says, I will give $20. This is how he starts out his speech. I'll give $20 to anybody that can tell me what the MD and MD 2020 stands for. And everybody raises their hand. Everybody wants $20. We're poor college kids, right? Uh-huh. And it stands for? Mad Dog. No. No. It doesn't. It does not. Nelson. I just think it stands for nothing. I think it's just a, something fun. Really? I've never thought about the MD in 2020. So that's why this speech. Why do we call it Mad Dog 2020? Because it's Mad Dog, baby. MD 2020, man. No. Because you get crazy. Morgan David. Is it Mogan David? Morgan Morgan. David. Well, Mogan David is a brand of wine, so that's why I ask. Well, I remember him saying Morgan David. So Mm. it was Morgan. That's the way. That's the only reason this whole speech stood out is because he gave us 20 bucks. Right. You know, I mean, so it was like, okay, now you got my attention because he didn't give us the answer until like later on, I guess, in the speech. Then he goes on to tell, like, I don't even remember yeah, the it whole. it is. It's Mogan David. Is it Mogan mm-hmm. David? Okay. Yeah. yeah, and I only know that because when we were kids, you were allowed one glass of Mogan David wine at Thanksgiving. My Italian aunt would always come around and she'd give you the, not too much, no seconds. But the guy goes and talks about, you know, don't do drugs, don't do alcohol, and this and that. I don't even remember all that stuff. Whatever. All I remember is the $20. So right. but the point of the story is, out of all the people that, at least in my life, that I heard speak, cops, firemen, bring your dad to work day, which was an empty seat for me, you know, like those types of days, it was the guy that had the, 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 the catcher at the front. That makes sense. Now I need mm-hmm. a catcher. You need a catcher. That's what, what I'm going to say. That's the point of me telling you this. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I can't even think of anything that traumatic. Matthew in Natomas, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Excellent, sir. Quickly, what do you got? Question for Nikki? Um, yeah. Just, well, first of all, I was curious about which high school she was going to because I teach fourth grade in Natomas, and I was 
honestly wondering if she'd be interested in coming to our school. Sure, she will. What I time sure you need will. her? I will. I actually live in the Thomas. <laughs> yeah. What time you need her oh, today? Really? She's making her tours, yeah. making her runs. <laughs> Uh, I would have to check with an administrator to right. see if we could yeah, she only do, today. I've she only, been above my pay grade. Yeah, she only does speeches on Wednesdays. So <laughs> you gotta get, <laughs> Just message me or inbox me or something like that. Yeah. I'll she, come. She would be great. The elementary school, I think, is perfect for her. Oh, for sure. Uh, the girls yeah, are... Yeah, we have... Yeah. That's exactly what I'm thinking. We actually have a girls' empowerment club, and I'm like, how can I fit more more kids into this program? You will not find a more powerful warrior of a woman than Nikki Day. Nope. She is perfect I, for I've that only, stuff. Yes. I, I, you guys just moved here a little while ago. I've been listening to you for a little while on my way to work every morning. Um, I get that sense, and I can't explain to you enough in the English language how strong of a message it would send to my kids, like hearing someone like Nikki speak to them. Well, good thing not wow. too many people speak English anymore, sir. So right. you're, you're work, you're work, you're work. Well, good news. We're a bilingual school. <laughs> Excellent. So here's the thing. Uh, reach out to Nikki. She'd be perfect. Uh, this is how, not my thing. How would thing. I do that? Uh, on social media, or I can put you on hold and we can get your information. How yeah, about that? Yeah, Kyle can take yeah, your information. I'm, okay. I'm, an, I'm analog, man, and you got to talk to me in, uh, in, in phone numbers. Okay, well, I'll, I'll put you on hold. We'll, we'll get your information. But let me tell you something, Matthew. We appreciate what you do because teachers are awesome. They're heroes. They don't yes. get enough credit. So thank you for what you do. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, hang on, my friend. There you go. Look at that. That's all we got to do to get you gigs. I know. I, I mean, see. they're not paid, but, you know, we'll get you gigs. <laughs> it's fine. The kids, you know, I'll do that for free. But I need you to give me a suggestion, like a catchphrase. What can I open up with that'll be like, boom, you're good at this stuff. You're a wordsmith. <laughs> Money always works. Yep. You know, so you could do, you know, depending, high school, you're going to have to go 20. Yeah, but I'm talking to a bunch of kids yeah. throughout the day. Yeah. Well, I understand. Oh, yeah. Well, then they just have to put their answers. Have them guess your breast size. No way. Oh. I don't know. I never do that to kids. I'll mm. figure it out. They're high school kids? Bring yeah. Bring mad dog. Well, yeah, you could go the mad dog route, or yeah, maybe you no could go way. like, you <laughs> yeah. could just fill I'll a- be there with HR. I need you to also keep that in mind. Well, I would like legal. to not be fired. Okay, well, marijuana's legal in no, this state no. now, so you just bring a big jar and <laughs> no. they guess how many grams. No, how many seeds? The closest, yeah, how many closest one wins? Never mind. Silly of me to think you guys would help me. How, I got it. How Don't fast can you it. get the seeds out of this bag? Old school. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's how long it's been since you smoked pot. You find seeds in pot now, dude, and somebody's getting jumped. Yeah, it has been a minute. All right. Well, I think <laughs> you're going to do Reggie. fine. You're going to do fine. I think I will, too. Yeah, especially okay. if you're at the booth. All you got to just make sure you smile. Sometimes you look intimidating. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The story of my life. I know. I'm telling you. Hey, look. I, pff, same story, same book, same <laughs> library. Got it. All right. Uh, first round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why a local high school was shut down yesterday, and I'm going to give you feedback from the company that the ski lady was stranded on. Ski lady. All yep. right. Two big stories from today. Your first round of headlines here in a minute. Hey, welcome back. It's the BS. Good morning. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nick D. There's Nelson. Kyle on the side of the glass. There's uh, Dougie T. Your phone number, if you want to participate here, 916-909-0985. Same for the text machine. We will get the live stream going up on the BS and 98 Rock Facebook page here in just a minute. Or actually, I just got a thumbs up. It is up now. And uh, you, as uh, I had posted on social media early this morning, you can attempt to try to guess the person on my shirt. I don't know. That seems to be a thing this morning. So nobody- Did Nelson even get it right? No, Nelson is not. No, I took her. a picture and zoomed in, but I can't quite tell. I feel like I should know it, but I don't. Yeah, I just got a little peek of the head <laughs> of the person. I don't want to give it all away, you know, because that just kills the game. 
don't know. It kind of looked like a voodoo person now when I look at it again. Well, it was just a black guy a second ago, and I told you a clue, not black. Yeah, but he still looks black. He still looks like he has really curly hair. Does have curly hair. Does looks have like curly Bob hair. Marley. Does have curly hair. So if you'd like to get on and become a, a you know, be a bugar on the stream and like to guess by all means. So Kyle just came over and he had, uh, he, last night I had posted um, a, a reel with my wife and I. We we're starting this new podcast uh, for Empty Nesters and we're trying to come up with a name because, you know, all the good ones are really taken. And so he loves doing that stuff. And so he's like, have you ever heard the word, the term dink? And I, I can't like, believe you don't know that term. I don't know it either. Well, I got a college buddy named Dink. I was like, and he was like, well, that's kind of weird. And I was like, well, that was his nickname. And he goes, uh, he's such a visionary, I guess, because now it's a thing. And it's, what is this? It stands for what? It's double income, no kids. Double income, no kids. So he was like something like the Dink podcast, something like that. I was like, I don't know if anybody's going to know that. He's like. No, you don't know that, which yeah. I do not disagree with Kyle. Like, usually, like, 99% of the time, if not a little bit hired, Kyle is always right. <laughs> so, I was like, okay. I go, well, maybe we'll go dink. And so, you know, I always feel good uh, as the 48-year-old dad guy that gets to learn new terms, especially from my daughter. And then Nikki D is telling me that this phrase, low emotional intelligence. Yes is going to be the phrase of all phrases. She's like, Bailey, I know you're trying to get in. I know you want to you you converse with the people. You got to know what low emotional intelligence is. And I was like, okay, well, the words sound very trendy for today's world. Mm-hmm. So what does it mean? It's the ability to perceive and evaluate your feelings accurately in ourselves and in others. All right, slow that down. It's the ability... Uh huh. To perceive. To perceive. And evaluate. And evaluate. Feelings. Feelings. Accurately. Accurately. In ourselves. In ourselves, me. And others. And others, you. Yes. Yeah, but there's a caveat to this. Like, women aren't talking about their emotional intelligence. This is a term that's in, that is directly involved with men. <laughs> is that true? Yes. Yeah. Oh. And I'm telling you that I've already seen this star, uh, pop. You guys aren't in the on the apps in the dating world. That's the new personality type. You yeah. know, before it was like, hey, I'm ENFTP or whatever, you know. And then it was, uh, 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 they move on to these little things that they glom onto. The new one is emotional intelligence. Low emotional. Low emotional <laughs> intelligence. And you know where I got that from, Nelson, was my best friend Kenya. I heard her say it for the first time. I hadn't uh-huh. heard it until she said it. And now, every time we talk, almost she says it. What's the context? Um, so we're in a group chat. Me, her, Nelson, and two other of our friends. Nelson's in a group chat with a girl he doesn't know. He knows her. I mean, I the know girl her from, from Atlanta. Group chat. Well, no, he yeah. knows her through me. Oh, that's weird to yeah. be in a group chat with somebody you've never met. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm in several group chats with people I haven't met yet. Okay, not the point. Weird. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> Isn't that weird, Doug? A uh, little bit. Yeah, kind of strange. But anyway, go ahead. So, whenever she's explaining to us like the issues she's having with breaking up with her ex, or you know, sometimes we have arguments in the group chat with with other men, and she's like, they have low emotional intelligence. I know what this is. Ew. I've seen it with my ex. You know, you don't have the ability to communicate properly and da-da-da. And, like, she goes into this whole breakdown and the psychology behind it. And so I'm like, oh, but I like the term. And then when I saw it again Uh in this story, I'm like, oh, this is going to be the new thing that women are saying. You have low emotional intelligence. You don't know how to properly uh, communicate your feelings. But I like it. Why don't you say you have lay? You know, and then that sounds cooler, right? L-E-I? You Mm -hmm. have lay. 
You know, it's like, what, what is that? You'll be like, Nikki's dog? You don't you don't know what lay is? <laughs> if you want to okay. get laid, you better fix your lay. Right. You know, that kind of thing. So um, I'm assuming, just based off of what I'm hearing, I would have this. Yeah. Right? Probably. Because I'm a guy. You're a guy. Hold on. Yeah, I'm a guy. Mm-hmm. And a low emotional intelligence. I'm a very intelligent guy. I don't like to be called low intelligent. But mm-hmm. have you evaluated your feelings accurately? Yes. Do you display them accurately? But why do I have to display? Why is this thing about having to? Dis- why? Why do we have to share our feelings with everybody? Why is this like a a, a a thing now where you're a bad person if you're not crying every ten minutes, and if you and if you don't do it, you're this like stoic emotionless per robot who made these rules because i want to slap them in the face i mean like dating is making these rules happen but it's it's less about like it's right. not about you being like soft or open uh, like here in a group setting it's when you're in that one-on-one setting with your significant other or the person you're trying to make your significant other whatever right. happened whatever happened and not showing weakness you it's know not a weak karate man hurt from the inside so says mm. the great eddie murphy right it's not a weakness. It is being able to not just stomp around mad. I have no idea what's wrong with you. I say oh. one thing and you blow up on me and yell and yell and yell. Yeah. That's low emotional intelligence. That I totally disagree with. It is a weakness when you show weakness. People, that you're all getting tricked, mm. right? People are trying to trick you into finding the cracks. And once they find those cracks, and if you haven't learned this, Nikki D, yet, I don't know what I have to do to teach you about this, but... People will find those cracks. They will exploit them for their own benefit. They might subscribe to this, but they're not doing it with 100% legit. They're doing it to get your cracks. With a person that you're dating or you're married to, you think da- that? It, not married to. Married to when, now, when you're in that bond and, and, and it's, it's your ride or die, like my wife, I tell her everything, and I think she tells me most stuff, but you know, like that's a different situation. But if you just meet somebody and you roll up to Applebee's and you're like, I like to discuss my low emotional intelligence. No, with that you. does not yeah. happen right off the bat. Can you say, can you hand me a riblet? Just- Listen, like this is like not a in the moment thing where you're getting tested on it. This is going to be that buzzword that is for guys. We would just say. She's crazy, right? Like, why did you break up with her? Why did you get into a fight with her? What's the default? We always say, well, she's crazy. This is the a woman's version of, he's just crazy. You know, he's crazy. Low emotional intelligence because crazy's not biting enough. You know, mm-hmm. low emotional intelligence is really like attacking a guy. And it gets them, they hate to hear it. Yo, they they do, yeah. hate to hear it. Well, I would, yeah. I, I, anytime you use the word low in intelligence, together and that's how they get you right i mean yeah like that's, that's how they get you that would piss me off too like bitch i've got a college degree what about you you know like, like who are you to tell me i've got low emotional intelligence we went out one time and that's tell me right that's the gauge it yeah. only takes one time mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so it, that's to my point is you, no one's going to nor should they open up that wide to somebody when you first meet them you know, it, I, the, the, there's two different theories on trust, right? I'm a DTA guy. Don't trust anybody. You know, my first wife had the total opposite effect, and I saw her get burned over and over again. And I'll tell you what, women have this. The Women do the opposite of what most guys do, minus Nelson, is they trust first. <laughs> guys, you have to earn their trust. Right. 
right? And that's the big, you know, Mars to Venus type of thing. So if you're not trusting, as soon as you meet somebody on an app, you know, then you have low emotional intelligence. If somebody said that to me, I would never speak to them again. It's how you respond. It's not well, just first it's meeting somebody or whatever. It's how you respond to something said that determines well, your emotional intelligence. If, know, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you give me a second, let me call myself out. Obviously, the way I'm responding to this, and no one's even called this to, called me this yet, is I have a problem with it. So. You do have a problem with <laughs> yeah, it. You're feeling I mean, some type at, of way. At, at seven, but you're eight, expressing it, though. At seven, <laughs> well, I'm expressing it, but see how I'm, I'm like really upset about this. So at 7 a.m., the way that I'm talking right now with this, mm-hmm. you know, angst in my voice right. and this passion of how much I hate this term, then you would then fire back at me, Nikki D, and say, well, you're not responding, because I get this, I've gotten this for my entire life. You're not communicating this properly. Like you could no, nev- I wouldn't. I wouldn't say you have low emotional intelligence right now. You are expressing how you feel out and loud and in color. I can't say that in this scenario because you're expressing it. Okay, well then we know how you feel. I, well, then I'm going to <laughs> use this to my advantage. And the next time, which is on a daily basis, I get pulled into that corner office, you know, and I get a talking to uh-huh. uh, about the most ridiculous things in life. I'm going to say, look. Can, now, should I say you have a, you have low emotional intelligence, or when I get all feisty and I have to close the door and people hear me screaming on the other side of it? Now, screaming I'll, will take you over the edge. Don't scream. But mm-hmm. I can talk like this. You can talk, but when you scream now, well, you're lowering the intelligence. Okay. I don't scream, but yeah. I do mm-hmm. talk like this, and and then yeah. people get in, you know supposedly mm-hmm. intimidated and all that stuff. So I'll just walk. I want to get a shirt. I want to get a tattoo. That says what? Low emotional intelligence. <laughs> Warning. Low emotional intelligence. Warning. Warning. I'm gonna get Warning. It a, I'm gonna get it Warning. Like that half moon under my neck so everybody can see it. <laughs> Warning. So can this you is... can you use it to your advantage then? Like how, a guy? How could you? That's yeah. what I'm asking. I don't know. I don't think that that a guy really could unless as Nelson said you came across a woman that you felt had low emotional intelligence and you needed to let her know or maybe one of your guy friends you're close to I can't think of a scenario for that yeah, but but you're not saying this to him can your friend is not I don't know if you said her name so I stop there she's not saying I said it her di- name. yeah she's not saying it directly to them they're going to the group chat to complain and then this is how they're slandering you off the, off to the side in the girl groups and the well I'm in a mixed group here with her wasn't well, that isn't that kind of like defeating the purpose if you can judge somebody mm-hmm. And you actually saw something at the beginning in order to go out on a date with them to possibly build something, uh-huh. and it wasn't what you expected. Then you go and trash the person instead of saying to them to their face, "Hey, look, you know uh, these things I really like. Well, that's why I'm here. But I've got to tell you, I'm starting. I don't know how to use it in a sense. I'm starting to feel." Low emotional intelligently. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. She has expressed like what she doesn't like. That's done. She just has never broken it down the psychology to say this is what you have. This is what I'm diagnosing you with. Well, that th- that's what you should do. Like instead of going on the internet and blasting, this, I thank God. Like even if my wife left me or she died, God forbid, I think I I, I just. I'd hire prostitutes. I couldn't yes. date. I just couldn't do it. It's you awful. would not hire prostitutes. I would. I've got. I've got. I've got a little cash in the savings. I would just do. <laughs> no. I would just do prostitutes the rest of my life because I could not deal with this world 
that y'all are in. You know, I mean, you are being literally judged, and it's not just judged and juried, but then you're being uh, hanged in public. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, to, 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 for somebody to be in this. That didn't just start, though. Yeah, but before, you know, you could be judged amongst a group of friends because that's girl talk or guy talk, and that's accepted because people are going to do that. But now the people to go to the internet, like that Facebook group in each state that trashes guys because yeah. some girl, like, have you ever asked yourself, maybe what was your problem? <laughs> you know, but nobody does that. So that gives you the right to just go ahead and defame somebody, you know, because you didn't like something from them? Yeah. Or you didn't understand. What do you mean, Yeah. That's, That's how it works. Yeah. We have the internet now. So the, the thing is, if you do something, you can't sneakily get away with things like you could in the past because now it's out in the open. You might be outed on social media. And a lot of times, people that are outed, they deserve it. Okay, so let me ask this. and Maybe somebody in the audience knows this. Is this a deal breaker? Is this a red flag? You know, for those in this world... If you find somebody that has low emotional intelligence, and for guys, I guess, since this is more guy-centric, like if you have your little profile up there on the, you know, the meat flap app or whatever it is that you're on, do you put that on there? Like, claim it. You know, it's like, hey, you know what? I'm a Gemini. Uh, I've, uh, I'm divorced, college educated, a good job. I really love the beach. I love working out. I play pickleball. Um, but uh, I got it. You know, I, I'm low emo- I got low emotional intelligence. Do you claim it? No. No, most most people will I not would. claim it. Even no, if you're told you, you have it, they don't claim it. I would. So, But it's going to be the new buzzword, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a phrase. It's, it's going to be thrown around so much. I hate it. Definitely women are going to say it all the time for yes. everything. They're even going to say it when it doesn't apply. Watch what I tell you. I Everybody's th- going to be saying it. I think if it. you use this term after meeting somebody one time, because that's kind of the vibe I'm getting from y'all. It's not necessarily one time. It's when you have an incident occur that brings out emotion from you. I mean, this is a pretty strong phrase. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is, this is, this is bad. Like, I mean, to say like dink or something, like that's fun. A clinical phrase though. Like I'd have to get her on to explain. It's clinical. clinical. Yeah. But she, she, uh, she's a nurse. So it's part of, it was part of her psychology training or something. She Really? Yeah. This is a clinical term. Like we didn't make it up. Huh. Can you look into that? I am. All right, because uh, we'll take a quick one. Go ahead and do the thingy thing. Um, because uh, I've got here, if you use any of the following phrases, it might be a sign that you have low emotional intelligence. Yep. And I got to tell you, especially if there's anybody listening right now that's got any ounce of me in them, this is not good for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to ruin some people's day, (laughs) Uh, including my own. (laughs) Uh, I'm checking off a lot of boxes here. (laughs) Yep, you are. But here's the thing is let's fight the trend. That's what I'm going to do. Because as my friend down the hall, Justin Case, and I were talking about this morning, we, we surf our own wave, man. You know, that's our thing. I love that term. He's like, I surf my, he's, he's like a California guy. Like, I surf my own wave. I'm like, yeah. And I tried to be it. You know, I even try to throw a hell in there. I was like, hell <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That's not, that's incorrect. <laughs> not right. That is a good Justin <laughs> impersonation though. <laughs> I can't do it. I try. I got a y'all and that's about it. I'll give hell you a bless yeah. your heart every once in a while. All right. 916-909-0985. If you'd like to uh, participate here in this conversation, 
Guys, I don't blame you if you don't. And, you know, even if you're not even listening when we get back, I probably wouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I might not even be listening when we get back because I don't want to go through these things. All right, give us a minute here. Hang on. The phrase, low emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. Nikki D says, we've got to know it. You do. All right. The ability to perceive and evaluate feelings accurately in ourselves and others. She's got a friend that uh-huh. tells every guy that she goes out with. Not every guy, just the ones that she think has it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so- There's also a piece to that that she's not adding that I'm finding on the clinical side, and that is how you react to those emotions as well. Right. So it's not just being able to perceive them. It's like, you're angry. How do you take out your anger? Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm not liking this conversation at all. Why not? <laughs> Are you feeling triggered? Oh, don't use that word in my face. Oh, oh yeah. God. I swear to God. That's <laughs> cool. Do not use, don't use that stuff. Not around me. Please, put your mask on if you do. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> uh, I just think it's a like a, a real dick term. You know, like, who are you to tell somebody that? And, you know, but, but my idea, I'm not saying, you know, I'm right to me, right? And that's all that's important. Uh, I'm not saying that's, I'm just not a big uh, sharing my feelings guy, sure. and 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 I don't need a sure. Thank you. I get it. I, I'm I'm saying no, it wasn't like I, it wasn't a dig because you know Nelson is he thinks I'm this robot. Uh huh. And, and I share too much. Uh, and you share too much. You know. Yeah. There's a middle ground somewhere. Probably not Nikki D though. She's well. No. She's kind of tough. There's not a middle ground from what I've learned. It's I'm right and you're wrong. <laughs> no. It's, see, that's <laughs> low emotional intelligence. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> You know, but I, I share it with my wife. I share it with people that are close to me. I just don't think or feel, see, I'm feeling, uh-huh. that you have to do this with people that you don't know. Because all they do is take that and they exploit it to their advantage to, 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 to push their motives, you know, which is usually to get ahead of you. You know, then you throw, you know, dabble a little sprinkle of jealousy or whatever in there. People take advantage of this stuff. I think this is all a work. This is part of the glitch that we're in. You know, this is all a work. We're in a play, and the people that fall for this stuff, uh, you're getting suckered into it. And that's why that's why I'm very anti. I, like, I really wish we didn't have this. Now I'm all worked up. I see. I, I really, this really upsets me that this exists mm-hmm. in the universe, and people well, are doing it. why are you upset? Well, he's mad about getting called it, and no one's even called him that. Right, no one's called you that. You're so riled he's up. responding yeah. Probably when he gets ready to read the signs. Now, yeah. Here's an, well, hold here's on. An ex- Let oh, me get okay. to the signs, all right? Okay. If you have any of the following phrases, it might be a sign you have this low emotional intelligence. Uh, I'm, quote unquote, I'm not changing. This is who I am. People that have low emotional intelligence are stuck in their ways and refuse to evolve. Yep. Instead, again, I got it. Thanks. Instead, that about you. Try. I want to be open to feedback, even when it's hard to hear. <laughs> Those words will never come from my mouth, ever. You know, why have you made this about you? Because <laughs> I mean, you just proved the first line right there. Right? Like but, you read the line, and then you go, "Those words will never come out of my mouth." But here's the thing: there's nothing wrong with having your own path. The greatest minds of our generation of generations have stuck to their guns and people have told them they can't do things. They're crazy. They're not doing it by the books. The analytics say, you know, talk to Dan Campbell about that. You know, all that kind of stuff. 
you know, there's nothing wrong with doing it your way if you have a proven way of doing something. You know, like, so everybody wants to feed into this, well, it's not culturally, societally acceptable for me to stick to what I'm thinking. You know, I've got to agree with other people, you know. And again, that's a work from somebody else that's trying to find the cracks in the armor. They're trying to get to you. I feel like you've got a very, like, narrow view of that right now about, like, changing your ways. And it's it seems very business-oriented because I know that you break the mold when it comes to radio. But, like, I'm talking about even, like, things you've done. I'm just not going to volleyball games, kids' volleyball games. You know what I mean? You've dated mm-hmm. women with kids, and you're saying, I'm never doing this, but ever. The, but that that's not what I'm saying. Like the, the, I'm, I'm saying that's what they're saying. Oh. I know what you're saying. Oh, this is why I love my wife. She just texts me. We don't share feelings in our house because we ain't no bitches. That's that is a text from my not true. <laughs> what? That's yeah. what look, that's what she said. Look at that. Whoa. That's what she says. Okay. That's what she look read it. I, I I'm not saying she didn't say that. I'm just right. saying that that's not true. That's why I love you, Ben. It can't be healthy. I I don't care how you feel is another phrase that might be a sign that you have low emotional intelligence. If you disregard other people's feelings, you most likely have low emotional intelligence. Try this instead. I'm sorry you're feeling upset. How can I help? Yeah. Who cares? That's something If I don't that... know you, I don't, I mean, like, if you're about to jump, I'm going to give you a hand. I'm going to help you off the ledge, of course. But, like, I can't, you, you can't be a therapist to everyone. You keep saying if I don't know you. This is not pertaining to somebody you don't know. This is right. somebody that you know, somebody that you have a close enough relationship to say, these are the issues that I'm having with you, and you are not emotionally intelligent enough to deal with this, handle mm-hmm. this, work through this. Or figure this out. That's but, what that's saying. But, but let me tell you, somebody that's got pro- a problem, uh, when they share that information, what's the first thing the other person does? They want to help, right? Mm-hmm. That's the whole point yeah. of the gimmick, right? Yeah. Nobody wants to hear their help. That person doesn't want to hear their help. All they want to do is talk and tell them about stuff. So you really can't help them other than being a sounding board, right? right? Am I Sometimes right? Sometimes that's yeah. helpful, though. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's a, it's kind of pointless. Isn't the point like, hey, here's my problem. What do you think? And then you give your advice, and then they kind of process it and go, okay, maybe, maybe not, and then move on. In some cases. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, you I want to know. How can I, I want I want to know. As you're reading these, is it one person's face in particular you're seeing saying these things to you right before it fires you up, or is it like a bunch of different people that have said these individual things to you? Have you ever seen a conga line? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're talking and dancing. (laughs) So, you don't care about me. (laughs) You're not changing. So, so it's it's other people's bodies, but it's their faces, and we're on a cruise ship. That's funny you ask that because that's exactly what my brain is channeling right now. It's really funny you asked that. Nailed it, Nelson. Oh, my God. It's your fault I feel this way. Another phrase. (laughs) I think I've said that. If Uh you use any of these phrases, you might have a sign of this low emotional intelligence. It's your fault I feel this way. If you have a strong emotional intelligence, you don't blame others for your feelings. Try this instead. I'm feeling emotional right now. Here's why. Now, I can say that that is not a me thing. I I like to take personal responsibility. And what, what do I always say about feelings and emotions? 
is that you can never, ju- you can never, what do I say? What do I do? What do I say? I don't know. I'm yeah. No, I say serious. it all the time. I just forgot what I said. Uh, you can, you, you, it's like, you can't judge somebody for how they feel. Like, I mean, how they feel is how they're going to feel. Like you can't go, you can't feel like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. I agree with that. That, that. You cannot I, tell somebody how to feel. Totally against that. Somebody feels a certain way. They have every right to feel that way, whether you agree with it or not. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. And I've always stood by that. It drives me insane when people go, oh my God, dude. You can't feel that way. Uh-huh. You I'm cannot. Like, the hell I can't. God made me this way. I can't control it. Yep. You know, because you can't control that emotion or that feeling. It just pops up. That's what makes you unique and special. Absolutely. So, see, I make uh, kind of sense yeah. here. Right? Yeah. Somebody at least sees eye, kind of sees eye to eye with me. I have yeah, to. Yeah, I would say you have average emotional intelligence. I didn't ask, though. <laughs> I'm not changing. Not this is low. who I am. He's not C's changing. get degrees, baby. C's get degrees. I don't care how you feel. It's, See that? Those are all sides of the <laughs> low. Was, yeah, was not average. That? Low. Yeah, but was he saying that to me or was he rereading the question? No, he's telling you. Well, he saying, does not care. I saying that to not you. I don't care how you feel. <laughs> the last uh, phrase, you're just wrong. Dun, 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 I need a shirt dun, that says I'm always dun, right. Dun, dun. Emotionally intelligent people focus more on understanding each other's experience and recognizing nuance. Try, I want to hear your perspective even when I don't see things the way you do. Can you help me understand why you're feeling? Not me. Nope, not at all. Will not happen. Will not, won't not. Not good. And, and, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. There's uh, they, Stop being brainwashed to think that you're the problem all the time. I've gone my entire life with people telling me I'm the problem. And then you go, well, if everybody's telling you that, well, not everybody's telling me that, Mm. you know, but I mean, again, you look at the best stories and, you know, we talk about individualism and everybody wants to be special and all this stuff, but no, we're all sheep, you know, like you you talk from both sides of your mouth and you can't do that. The most brilliant minds of all time were, 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 were shunned. They were pushed to the side. Uh-huh. They Discounted. were They were called names. They couldn't do this. They weren't good enough to this. Like some of the best musical artists always have the story of eight labels turned me down before. <laughs> right. Right. Because they said, I don't have the look. I don't have this. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I'm too tall. I'm too short. I don't have the growl. I don't have the gravel. I don't have the country twang. Whatever the case may be. And then they blow up, mm-hmm. and those people, you know, the best stories are the ones that are icons, like the Beatles, the old stuff of the critics calling the Beatles, you know, this and that, and the labels that wouldn't take, you know, arguably one of the best rock and roll bands of all time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, right. so like, well, the more you feed into this, like, you're always the problem, and you're always at fault, and the other person who you probably don't even know is going to automatically be right is, is, is ridiculous. Now, I do agree that there's a happy medium and you meet in the middle. Yeah. You know, it's it should not just be one-sided. I, I agree with that. Yes. You know, and I'm, you know, playing this up a little bit, but you, you definitely should meet it up in the middle. There's no doubt about that. But to be called low emotional intelligence, damn. Well, buckle up, because it's about to be said a lot more. I, I, I hope somebody can take a Tyson punch if somebody calls me that. <laughs> and you know, that sounds like high emotional intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So high. I want to add one to this. I'm not moving. Get out of my way. That feels like it fits. <laughs> Definitely does. Oh, I've got my own book. I've Ding. got my own phrases. <laughs> All right. So if you get called that, that's what you are. Just a heads up. Second round of headlines, and then we'll do uh, You Don't Know Jeff and get you some prizes, some tickets. All right. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what a hospital worker stole that landed them in jail and how a woman is running for president without knowing. All right, two big stories from today. Get your second round of headlines here in a minute.
time for today's top two. Headlines. Second round of headlines. Big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Good Guys Heating Cooling.com. Nikki D. A man stole $700,000 of equipment from his job, H3. Hospital employee is under arrest, accused of stealing hundreds of dollars in medical supplies needed to fight the coronavirus pandemic. A Reading man is facing charges related to alleged theft of $700,000 worth of hospital equipments and products from the Folsom Hospital uh, in Mercury, according to Folsom Police Department. He's a 33-year-old guy who worked there. He was a materials management technician. And I'm trying to figure out, because this is what the story does not say, what did he steal? How many years is he facing? And how did he get this stuff out of the hospital? He was arrested and he's facing charges of embezzlement, grand theft, and tax evasion. Probably stole some equipment. That's what it said, right? Yeah, but like what equipment? And like how did he get it out of the hospital? I mean, who doesn't That's a want, lot of money. Yeah, right. Who doesn't want a clear machine? Right? <laughs> right. You know, the paddles and everything. There's a lot of money in that stuff. I don't know. I've, I heard of them stealing like the medicine and the pills and selling them and stuff like that, but just straight up equipment. How are you getting it out? You know what? It's probably easier to roll out some of the big equipment than it is to steal pills, to be honest right. with you. Because no one's going to think that you're, you know, you're, you're stealing a CAT scan machine. You know? <laughs> no. You're just taking it somewhere for maintenance. And all the stuff in a hospital, you ever think about this? All the equipment in a hospital is on wheels. Yep. A lot of it mm-hmm. is. Right? Because they got to put it room to room and whatnot. Yep. Even yep. the big equipment, right? Uh, so, you know, this guy is just pushing this stuff out the, it out the front door and who's going to stop him? If you're going to a hospital and you saw a guy, you know, and he works there, right? He works there. Yeah. Okay. Well, he used to. Well, yeah, but he, he had identification. <laughs> right. he, yeah. He dressed the part. Yeah. He walks in, he, he goes into a room. Nobody's in the room and he sees, uh, you know, uh, a beep, 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 beep machine thing up there. He just rolls it out. Nobody's going to stop him. Yes, right. Not. I don't know where you sell it, but I mean, no one's going to stop him. Well, have you ever seen those videos on the internet of the guys that just like bring ladders to places and they get into anywhere they want to go because they just have a ladder and they look like they're a maintenance guy? Oh, yeah. It's the reverse of that. You dress the part, you can pretty much do anything you mm-hmm. want to do. Who was I telling that the other day, too? I was like, we were somewhere and I was with someone that wasn't used to being, uh, oh, my friends at uh, at, a, at, a, at the concert. I think it was like Daughtry or something. And they had never like done the backstage thing before. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, we were having that conversation. I was like, you just look the part like you're supposed to be here. Nobody will ask you that. And then when they do ask you, you kind of go, excuse me, you're asking me, you know, like you pull one of those. No one's going to, no one wants to get in that confrontation. Mm-mm. It's just, it's, it's, you know, that guy's just wheeling stuff out. He was. You know, and selling it on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> so right. I hope they update it and tell me how much time he gets for that. And you're really into one or no. I want <laughs> to know. I want details. All right, second story. Google told a woman that she was in a presidential race, H4. Do you have a Google alert for your name? Perhaps it's an act of vanity. Maybe if you're in the public eye, it's a good way to know if people are writing nutty things about you. It can also tell you if you happen to be running for president and don't know it. I didn't know that was a thing. You could I Google did not know that was a thing. Really? You didn't know that? That blows my mind. I didn't either. Well, I've learned a lot Does, It doesn't blow your mind? I didn't know it? No. I just, oh, it my doesn't. gosh. Nelson. It doesn't. Because you have because... low internet intelligence is what you have. <laughs>
How rude. <laughs> okay, that's fine. You think it's rude. It's not rude. A 39-year-old woman in Colorado who did have it found out that she was running for president. She's not very happy about it. Her name's Crystal Gable. She's a marijuana activist, and she's a part of this uh, activist marijuana group on Facebook. So the people in the Facebook group put her on the presidential election ballot. I did not know this either, so go ahead, Nelson. That you can what? just write in, like I can just say, I want Jason Bailey to be president yeah. and submit it, oh and you have to to go through until I guess you drop out or you don't win. Like she can't get out of it, and that's what she's upset about. Well, you can withdraw. She's it's saying that they're not letting her uh, withdraw her from off the ballot. Really? Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. because of the fact that it was a write-in and she didn't initially submit. Well, every year, I mean, every not every year, but every four years. There's goofy names, you know. That's mm-hmm. how I met Joe Exotic. Yes, you know before, you know <laughs> right. before the the lion, the, the about to say Lion King, yeah, before the Tiger King, before Lion or Tiger King, yeah, <laughs> he, you know we had him on the show, and and I was like, God, I think we've talked to this guy before, and, and it wasn't doing like a media rounds. It was just it was a goofy news story that some guy named Joe Exotic's on this thing. So yeah, anybody can, you know, which is kind of cool, right? We live in a country yeah. where anybody can run. And I am amazed that you didn't know that, Nikki D. Like, I wasn't surprised about the other one, but this one, that like they teach you that in just grade school, don't they? Damn, Judge Judy, you're really judgy today, Oh, goodness gracious. I don't know Google alerts. I didn't learn even, politics well, she, in school. She even called it a write-in candidate. You know what I mean? So, like, you knew the term, but you didn't know that that was a thing. I didn't think you could just write in anybody. Yeah. Like I didn't know. I think I thought I could write in myself and say I want to run for president, but I but didn't like, know I can write in and say Nelson for president. But when have you ever even used the term "write in" before in your whole life? Never. It's okay, in the but article. you used it right now. Oh, so you got it from? Okay, that's fair. I'm just well, she's also spelling it R I G H T. Oh my god! <laughs> they no, got you right in. It, yeah, they got oh. you right in. She thought it was like a fast pass thing. No, I didn't. <laughs> How do you set up the Google alert, Nelson? You just do it through your Google account. You know, you I know the show you. You know the best way to answer that. What? Google it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now nah, he knows so much. He told me. All right. Uh, I got a couple tickets. Pair of tickets. Government Mule at the venue, February sixteenth. Also, Government Mule CD, courtesy of Thunder Valley. Uh, we will play a round of You Don't Know Jeff. Team Bailey D has not won yet in 2024. We have not. <laughs> so he is a five-time, five-time, five-time World Heavyweight Jeopardy champion of the world. Our friend Jeopardy Jeff will join us. You can take either Team Jeopardy Jeff to play for you or Team Bailey D. Maybe today is our day. And Nelson will throw out some questions. We'll buzz in and hopefully win this bad boy. 916-909-0985. Again, 916 916- 909-0985. Need some players. Want to get you the tickets. Have some fun here. If you don't know Jeff, here next. Someone's going to get these questions right. And it's not going to be Bailey or Nikki D. You don't seem like a super genius. That's why the game's called You Don't Know Jeff. You Don't Know Jeff. Alright, welcome back It's the BS, good morning Jason Bailey, Nikki D, Nelson, Kyle, Dougie T Everybody's here And there he is, five time, five time, five time, five time World Heavyweight Jeopardy Champion of the World The one and only, undefeated yet in 2024 Jeopardy Jeff, ladies and gentlemen Good morning everyone, good to see you as always Yeah, yeah, morning, yeah. Morning, morning. Alright, let's find some players uh, we've got tickets for Government Mule at the venue. Throwing in a Government Mule CD. The show is February 16th. We've got Robin in Lincoln. Good morning, Robin. Good 
Good morning. Who would you like to take, Team Jeopardy Jeff or Team Bailey D? Jeopardy Jeff. Yeah, I don't blame you. Hang on. I know. And there is the lovely Sherry in Auburn. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning. You are stuck with me and Nikki. I got faith. Yeah, so do I. I like that. All right, hang on. All right. Uh, Nelson will read off some trivia questions. We buzz in when we know the answer. Whoever has the most points when it's all said and done will win for our two-peer player on the phone. Jeopardy, Jeff, your buzz-in sound, please. Okay, we got to turn him down a little bit. He's, like, really loud. He's hot. Over, you're hot. You're hot. A little hot. You're yeah. hot. Uh, and Nikki D, your buzzing. Faith. All right, and mine is, woo! All right, Nelson, are you ready? I am ready. All right, let's go. In the category of 90s music. All right. This Canadian comedian is the man who inspired You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette. Whoa. And that'd be Team Bailey D. David Coulier. Yep. And that is correct. Woo-hoo. Sorry. Yep. I should have conf- I should have talked to you, but sorry, and I should have waited for you to confirm with her. It's my fault. If you can believe it, this singer had a comeback number one hit in 1998. That's it? Jeopardy Jeff. I'm going to say share. And you would say correctly. Oh, do you believe in the Oh, is that in the... Oh, I guess I missed the clue. Okay. If you could believe it. If you could believe it. She invented auto-tune, right? With that song, yeah, I think that might be correct. I think that's the, that's the story. She's the first to use it. To yeah. use it incorrectly, Auto Tune's been around for a long time, but like that effect is using Auto Tune incorrectly. No, oh, okay. Oh, no. Did ahead. you know that? No. Okay. In the category of history, love history. Nineteen twelve saw the maiden launch launch of this disastrous vehicle. Oh, that'd be Jeopardy, Jeff. The Titanic. And that would be correct. Yeah. Remember that, Dougie T? Oh, yeah. I was there. Oh, Uh, my God. (laughs) That is is cold blood. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Gorbachev brought down that wall in this year. What? And that would be Team Bailey D by a hair. I'm going to say 1986. Four? 86. And that would be incorrect. Ah! Jeopardy, Jeff, when did Mr. Gorbachev bring down that wall? 1989. And that would be absolutely correct. Oh, Very hey. Taylor Swift of you. Yep. Wow. I tried. You did. We were close. Yeah, close. Close, but no cigar. Right? <laughs> Love the inflection on that. In the, in the category of 80s movies. Six sequels and a TV show were spawned from this comedy about law enforcement. Whoa. What? That would be Bailey D. Five. In the 80s? Four. Miami Vice. Final answer? Yeah. And that's incorrect. Ah! Jeopardy Jeff, there were six sequels and a TV show spawned from this comedy about law enforcement. Oh, I know what it is, but I can't think of the title. Five, uh, four, oh, three, uh, yeah, it's, um, two, I don't know. Uh, Beverly one. Hills Cop. That's not right. I know. No. Uh, Police Academy. Bailey? Police, Police Academy. Academy. Yeah. Yes. Oh, shoot. All I could come up with in my head was uh, Super Troopers, and I knew it wasn't that. I was thinking Reno 911. All right, go ahead. A teenager from Chicago who moves to a small what? town. 
Oh. And, well, uh, go ahead, Jeopardy well, Jeff. No, nope. Jeopardy yeah. Jeff. 5431. Yeah, I was going to say Ferris Bueller. Nope. Wouldn't well, that be incorrect? That's uh, Bailey. That is Footloose. <laughs> and that would be absolutely correct. Yes. <laughs> it's the move to the small town of that. <laughs> Ren. In, in the category of alcohol. Nearly 25% of the alcohol that's consumed in the planet is this spirit that means little water. Woo! And, and that would be Team Bailey D. Vodka. 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 And that would be correct. Yeah. Boom. The last part of that question, little water in Russian, in case you weren't going to get that sort Bushki, of Bushki, Bushki. That's what mm-hmm. we call it in Mother Russia. Mm-hmm. Bushki. No, Winston Churchill's mother did not invent this cocktail that shares a name with an island in New Woo. York. And that Long would be island. Bailey Dean. Iced Long tea. Island iced tea. There you go. Final answer? Yeah. Yep. And that's incorrect. Ah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. It's going to change at the last minute. Shepardy Jeff, no, Winston Churchill's mother did not invent this cocktail that shares a name with an island in New York. Manhattan? And the island of Manhattan is what we're talking about. Yes, the oh, Manhattan. You tricked us. It was a tricky dicky. It is it. rumored. It is rumored that his mother invented it. It was not it was invented by a bar owner. Mm-hmm. Well, that part. That part, indeed. In the category of fictional educators. Mm. A fictional. It was a terrible career path for this TV character who went from nice chemistry teacher to nasty Chris. That would be Jeopardy Jeff. Walter White. Um, and that is correct. Oh, I get it now. I don't. To nasty crystal meth master. Just agree with everything Jeff says. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> In the movie Dead Poets Society, Robin Williams inspires his students with this Latin phrase. Whoa. Jeopardy. Oh, come on. I want uh, this one. Uh, carpe diem. Yeah. That would be absolutely correct. Oh, Captain, my captain. That's what I was going for. Oh, Captain, my captain. Ah. Because... You got in good because at the end of that, you would have gotten the clue. One of the most translated... underappreciated, underrated movies of all time. That is one of the best movies. Accurate. Agreed. That in the world according to Garp. Yep. Right? Garp. Yeah, Garp. Garp. Yeah, not Garth. Garp. Garp. But not so mm-hmm. much Patch Adams. No, not Patch Adams. <laughs> you didn't like Patch Adams? Move, d- d- move on. I know. A conversation with Jeff and I, you're not in. I gotta get it doesn't matter. In the category of weights and measures. Oh. Oh. You'll find this many pounds in every kilogram. Rat- That'd be Jeopardy Jeff. 2.2. And that would be absolutely correct. Hey. Yeah. I knew that. I think. You knew it? I did. Oh. Jeopardy Jeff moving them kilos. Yeah. It'll take 16 of these to Woo. fill a cup. Team Bailey Dean. Ounces. Okay, ounces. Yeah. And that's incorrect. God, I had to jump in. Though, had, yeah, we had, had to, to wait. I had to give it a go. Jeopardy Jeff, it'll take 16 of these to fill a cup if you want to do it the hard way. Oh. Uh. Oh, um, tablespoons. And that would be correct. Yep, 16 tablespoons. tablespoons to a cup. Yep. <laughs> Going back eight ounces to a cup. Well, we're we're losing bad now, huh? We have three. Jeopardy Jeff has eight. Come on, Nikki. <laughs> In the category of combat. Oh, I love combat. 
Kevlar is not built to stop this type of handheld weapon. Whoa. Babe. That'd be Team Bailey Dean. Kevlar? Lightsaber. Five. five no, it's going to be some kind of gun. Three. A machine gun. Two. One. 50 cal. It's Such a cow. final answer? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, what do you want to say? You want to say a rifle or like? I need an 50 answer. Cal. Okay, 50 cal. I mean, 50 cal is incorrect. I mean, I don't it can't think any, stop it. That's I think you might have me on a technicality in that regard. Yeah. Jeopardy, Jeff, would you uh, give them the point or no? I have no idea because I don't know much about ammunition. I was going to say bazooka. Kevlar right. not, you would You would have got it, too. I guess I would have to give it to you. That's one of those times where I did not think my question out well enough. The answer is a knife or a blade. That's what I was looking for. I will give the point to Bailey D because it is not designed to take down a 50 cal either, but it's the fact that Kevlar. <laughs> or a Kevlar lightsaber. Is, or, or a lightsaber. Yeah, or a bazooka. Correct. Yeah, that was a horrible question. I was due for one, I suppose. Nailed it. Got it. Well, we got a point. Yeah. This non-lethal explosive device is used to temporarily disorder. Team Bailey D. Flashbang. Yeah. And that would be correct. A yeah. flashbang. I've been flashbanged. Seriously. Well, college was weird, you know? <laughs> no, it was part of my FBI training. Buck wagon they training. actually flashbanged oh. you? Yeah, the damn thing blew up right in front of my foot. Okay. Yeah. Oh. It's non-lethal. I mean, unless you're holding it in your hand. So. Still, though. It was pretty cool. And you just you had goggles on. You just watched it blow up it's kind of neat oh, i don't i don't like that in the category of lean on me oh my Ooh. god i love to lean it's just a play on words by the way it's not about the movie it's about the bad leg goes down before the good one when descending stairs while leaning on these pair hey. of supports and that would be jeopardy jeff just barely Ooh. Um, i saw the lips before i heard the fave banister that'd be incorrect Nikki, what do you got? I got nothing. I was going to say stairs. I love it. I love it. Stairs. Let's go. Stairs. Like, that's that's incorrect. The same thing as a banister. Well, don't respond like that. That was a good answer. <laughs> it was a good try. It's not a, I'll tell you why it's not a good answer, because stairs is in the question. Yeah. Well, we thought the it was bad tricky. Leg, the bad leg goes down before the good when descending stairs while leaning on these paired supports. Stairs. Oh, I like it. Good crutches. answers. Uh, crutches. crutches. Thank you. Crutches. Uh, correct. Oh, we got yeah. it right? No. 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 Crutches is correct. Oh. Okay. <laughs> God. A Moscow statue depicts this man leaning on a block whose inscription translates to workers of the world unite. That'd be Jeopardy Jeff. Lenin. Oh. That would be incorrect. Ooh. Oh. Whoa. Uh, team Bailey Putin. <laughs> Final answer? Yeah. Obviously not the way you responded. I know. Uh, uh, <laughs> Go ahead. I'll take whatever the next thing you say is right now. It's not It's not Putin. Gorbachev. No, it's Karl Marx. Karl. Oh, Karl. Karl. Oh, Karl. Oh, Karl. Oh, Karl. Karl. Bushki, bushki. In the category of movie franchises. Eleven actors have played this hero on screen. Bat. Team uh, Jeopardy Jeff. You're wrong. Let's say Batman. And you would Ooh. say correctly. Yeah, that's good. Oh, Batman. Batman? That yeah. many people play Batman? Pattinson, Affleck, Bale, George Clooney, Val Kilmer, Michael Keaton, Adam West, Robert Lowry, Louis G. Wilson, Ian Glenn, and David Mazows. Yeah, Dave. Mm -hmm. Oh, my, Dave Mazows. Oh, I'm, everybody loves David. I had Batman. 60 seconds. 
Whose heart did Fredo break in the Godfather series? Fine. Team Jeopardy Jeff. Don Corleone. Breaking my heart. Breaking my heart. And by that, you mean uh, the elder. Yeah. I'm going to say I have to take you at that because that's your intention, and that's incorrect. Uh, I don't know. I okay. I, I I know Scar. I, I mean, I know Godfather, but I don't know that well, so I couldn't. That go. would be Michael Corleone, Michael Fredo's brother. Yeah. You never turn it. Oh, you never go Michael. against the family. All right, go, Fredo. Category of cities. Okay, oh, let's do it. To go to I live on them. Dewalen is the largest and best known version of this colorful area in Amsterdam. Whoa! That would be Team Bailey D. Red Light District. Yes, and that would be correct. Boom. That's where you get to pay for the ding ding. Boom boom. Muslims turn to face this holy city Whoa, when they pray. And that would be Team Bailey D. Mecca. Yep. Mecca. And that would be correct. Boom. Bang. In the category of celebrity romance. Oh. It was the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith that Whoa. served. Bang. That'd be Bailey D. That's Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Boom. Final answer? Yep. yep. Incorrect. Got it. It's a tricky dicky. It was the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith that served as the beginning of the end for Brad Pitt and this actress, Jeopardy Jeff. Jennifer Aniston? And that would be absolutely correct. Oh, Jen. Hey. Yeah. All right, we're done. We're done. Robin, congratulations. You chose wisely <laughs> and took Jeopardy. Jeff, Yay. you got tickets to see Government Mule at the venue February 16th. Also, Government Mule CD, all courtesy of Thunder Valley and one Jeopardy Jeff. All right? Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hang on. Let's apologize. Sherry, we're sorry. We can do better tomorrow if you want to call back, okay? <laughs> all right. Thank you. All right. Have a great day. We'll see you. Jeopardy Jeff, thanks for your time. Nicely done. You swept the month of January. I did. It's, you wow. did. It was not always easy. You all are formidable. <laughs> I don't feel formidable. I do. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, it means. I feel it. Oh, well, if you feel wow. it, I feel it. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's very sweet. Whatever yeah. that is. <laughs> All right, buddy. Have a great rest of your week. I think we'll do this on Tuesday next week because of your travel, so we'll talk to you then, all right? See you Tuesday. Thank you all. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. I I think I'm going to need a little help on uh, figuring this out. So I've, I've come to the realization that I'm done with doing something because I can't win. It gets to a point where if you can't win... You got to join them. Can't beat them, join them. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm a big fan of doing this. Wherever I've lived in my entire life of America, I've always done this. I moved to California, and no one does this. And it infuriates me, and I feel like I have to just, I, I, I do every, I'm going against everything I believe in. Uh-huh. Sticking to my guns, doing me, but I got to at least stop doing this. Okay. I want to tell you what that is, and maybe somebody that's lived here for a very long time can explain to me why y'all don't do this. Give us a minute. Hang on. Look, I understand when you're the outsider and you move to where everybody does something all the same way, you have to adjust. I get Mm -hmm. that, right? Uh I'm the outsider. We, Nikki, you and I, are the outsiders. Right. Right? We're the newbies. We're the newbies. You know, we're about a year into California, uh-huh. all right? And uh, neither one of us have lived on the West Coast before. We're enjoying our time so far, but there are obviously a lot of 
differences. We love having you. Thank you, Dougie T. Uh, a lot of differences from the East Coast. You know, you know, it's just different. That's all it is, and you just have to adjust. And when you the the person that's moving over, you you are the one that has to adjust. I totally agree with that. Uh, but when there are certain things that I think are good and they're positive and they're not being done, you know, then maybe you can learn some people about how to do the right thing. And I really honestly think this is the right thing to do. Uh, but I'm getting to a point where I'm going to be done with it because nobody does it. And what is that? <laughs> Waving at people on the road. I told you to stop doing that a long time ago when you brought this up. Why are you still doing it? Because it's bold that it doesn't happen. No, yeah. it's not. It, it, it's such a, a healthy thing to do. And, I mean, this this encompasses everything from driving past somebody in your neighborhood. I'm not saying on the road, but in your neighborhood, right? You you have a camaraderie. You, you share something, right? Mm-hmm. So when you share something, like if you're a Jeep driver and California is like the leading state for Jeeps in the country, right? Big Jeep country here. You know, I'm sure, I'm assuming, you know, Jeep drivers wave to each other. Vet drivers, I know. That's a that's a that's a nationwide thing. The mm-hmm. only drivers I know that wave to each other are bus drivers. Okay. Well, there you go. Let's start somewhere there. Bus drivers, that's good. That's mm-hmm. it. They they wave. So when I'm in my neighborhood and I drive by somebody, you know, and for some reason and and again, maybe it's just my neighborhood, but it's so trashy. Everybody parks on the street. Nobody parks in their driveway or in their garage or something. It's so trashy. So you're like weaving out of things. People are speeding. But anyway, I wave. You know, we're in the na- we live in the same neighborhood. How you doing? Nobody waves back. That's weird. You had a stop sign, and somebody's crossing with their kid or with their dog. They like feel like they they own that they're su- like they're supposed to. You know, it's like I stopped for you. My mm-hmm. vehicle can really do a lot of damage on your body and your child. Like and you're I st- go to jail. That's fine, but I'm just saying that it could happen. It could happen. So you want them to walk across the crosswalk and wave at you while they're doing it? Absolutely. Not just happening. a hand up, like, "Hey, thanks for stopping." Like, no, you have to stop. It's a crosswalk. I'm can, not thanking you for stopping. I'm not waving at you in your car. All of that stuff is weird. When you let somebody in in traffic, you know, thank you. That was very. You did not have to do that. Now that I will do. But sometimes I don't because my tent on my car is so dark. They can't see me wave anyway. Your what on your car? The tent. Oh. (laughs) Raise your hand if you heard something else. Uh, I was like, what do you got on your car? (laughs) I'm not that nasally. When when my wife and I go out on a walk slash hike, you know, there's all the green space, which I love about California. So much green space. I love it. I love that they're planting the trees. I love all that stuff. There's turkeys walking around. You know, mm-hmm. all kinds of wildlife. It's really neat. You know, and there are a lot of people out there on their bicycles. And there's people walking and jogging. Everybody's outside getting healthy. I love it. And you walk by me and I say, hi, wave. Because that's what you do. We share something. We're sharing the bike path. Which, by the way, side note, for some reason, they're opposite. Like, you walk you you walk on the left. It's very British ways. You mm-hmm. walk on the left and you cut, you go that way on the left. and cut. It's the opposite of what we drive right. on the road. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they have very, they're very strict rules. There's a lot of videos like on TikTok and Instagram of, you know, people yelling at other people because they won't move. Like, <laughs> really, you've got nothing better to do than not get out of somebody's way. But anyways, the, but when you walk by, wave. Hey, good morning. How are you? Now, it's a 50-50 yep. with that. I've been out walking on some trails here, too, and sometimes people will speak to me and sometimes they won't. So what I do is I just don't initiate it. I wait to see if they speak. I speak back. If they don't, I don't. Well, I think it's kind of silly. Savannah 
in Roseville, are you a waiver? Are you from the area, like born and raised? Yeah, born and raised in Roseville. Um, no, I had a boyfriend who had a Jeep, and I would always drive his Jeep. And I called him, and I was like, why does everyone keep waving at me? And he was like, <laughs> are they driving a Jeep? And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. And he's like, yeah, it's called the Jeep Wave. Okay. And then, like, with Subarus, too, my, my friend drives a Subaru. And so he's like, yeah, no, everyone in the Subaru, you're always supposed to wave to each other. So I was driving my friend Subaru one time. I'm waving to people, and they're not waving at me. So I was like, okay, well, I guess it's just certain people that know these things. So you don't, whatever car you drive when you're on the road, and you know, or if you're walking and you're walking in front of a vehicle and they stop for you to stop sign a crosswalk, you don't wave and say, hey, thanks, or hey, you know, appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, no, I'll, I mean, yeah, I'll wave sometimes, but no, I mean, some people in Roseville are kind of mean when you're just walking around and they just want to, like, when you're in the fountains area. They like to just hurry up and go through, and you're just like, okay, hold on, I'm, I'm trying to wave you on, and they're like, no, it's my turn, it's my turn. Yeah. So here's the here's the here. here's the thing. It drives me nuts because I'm a big wave guy. You know, I mean, I'm a big. Yeah. I, th- I think you should wave. It make it makes people happy. It's nice. Mm-hmm. You're being friendly. It brings goodness to the world. All that good stuff. So if I if this is the way I got to do it, and I love my truck, I love my truck, I love my truck. But if <laughs> if if I uh, this is an all call to anybody that owns a Jeep dealership. I'll even drive a Subaru. If that's the only way somebody's going to wave at me, then I'm going to have to change vehicles. Oh, please. It is not that serious. Just Get drive Jeep. and don't wave. I'm going to have to do it. No. Because I, re- I, I I know I started this conversation and I'm done waving. I don't think I can stop. You can you stop. I can't. <laughs> I can't stop. That you stop. Can do. I can't stop. I won't stop. Mm-hmm. I need you to stop. I think if you see someone driving the same car as you, I, I mean, if I, I drive a CRV, and if I see someone like, hey, that's my car, I'll like, you a little wave but they're having like who's that person i don't know them well there is there is something to be said about us truck drivers and i think more out here than well i don't know i don't know about that but you know truck drivers yeah yeah like you know like we're like you know we we, it's like going on a plane and knowing that that could be the guy and then you catch (laughs) eyes with your teammates us truck guys are like that you know we're like i got you i got you yeah you know so there is you know but it's not the you know it's not the the kind of soft wave. It's the finger up, like what's up? Just one it? finger off the steering wheel. Yep. Yeah, right. You got to be tough when you do it. I got mm-hmm. it. Savannah, we appreciate you listening. You have a great day, and I'm waving at you right now. Okay. <laughs> keep waving. Oh, I'm sorry, you guys cut out. I said keep waving. That's what I said. Keep waving. <laughs> oh, I will. I'm gonna wave to everyone today. That a girl. I like it. <laughs> Thank Don't you. do that. Thank you. I want to get stickers for the BS. With just a big hand that goes back and forth. <laughs> like one of those suction, just wave on yeah, your like dashboard. One of those suction cup things that you know it's like. <laughs> Listen to the BS on 98 Rock, and it just waves at you. <laughs> They're really not going to wave back there. Uh, uh, quickly, me and Rockland, you're, uh, you're a motorcycle person, huh? Actually, I ride with a group, and every motorcyclist, I don't care who you are or what you ride, sticks out two fingers and waves at each other. That a girl. And waving is a courtesy. Yeah. And people Thank have you. forgotten to how to be courteous. So why is it that I'm, t- I'm talking to people that do this stuff? Do you do it just to anybody or just somebody on a motorcycle? No, anybody. If my whole neighborhood is only like 20 houses, and we all wave at each other as we go past. All right. And then when you're on the road and, and you need to get over and somebody lets you over, you put your hand out the window and say, you know, wave and say thank you. Amen. It's a courtesy. All right. So here's what I figured out, Mia. This is all because of you. This is your brain. This is your brilliance. So I don't know, Kyle, if you can get uh, the lady just called in uh, Savannah's uh, address. I'm going to have to move to one of y'all's neighborhoods. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm selling my house today. I'm putting it on the market. And uh, me, I'm going to move to either Rockland or somewhere in Roseville. I mean, we're all in kind of the same area. 
just so I can wave at people. That that's that's how. And then you're gonna move, and no one's gonna wave at you. I'm willing to lose money on my house in order for people to wave at me. Oh, you're not. I don't want to live. I don't want to live in a neighborhood that people don't. I don't want to live in a country people don't wave. Oh well, you. I'm just telling you right now. No. Wow. While you're at it, just keep going. Don't even get another. House. You know who doesn't wave to people? Bunch of commie bastards. That's who they are. Oh, oh I don't wave God. at people. Bunch of redcoats. That's what I'm telling you. Red dawn all over. <laughs> oh, Mia, you keep waving and be safe on that motorcycle. I would love to learn that. They asked me, they're like, hey, Bailey, do you want to learn how to ride a motorcycle or something probably for a client or whatnot? And I would love to. I'm just so not coordinated enough. I would I would hurt yeah. myself, and I'd probably hurt someone else. And I was like, I had to turn it down. I hate turning stuff like that down because, you know, it's, you know, out on, on the highway, <laughs> looking for adventure. Whatever, Whatever comes, my, comes way. my way. Right? You know, I want to be that guy. I yeah, can't be me. I mean, I don't, just don't have it. Don't you feel like you've gotten past the age to get a motorcycle? Like, I feel that way, too. Like, even at 42, you know, like. <laughs> Absolutely oh my, not. Uh, no. Can Can I say something? Absolutely. Sure. The group. The group I ride with are retired gentlemen and women mm-hmm. that are from age 40 to 80, so you're never too old. Yeah, I agree mm-hmm. with that. But yeah. when did you get the motorcycle? I say I feel like it's too old for me to start a motorcycle now. Not like no. I do. Okay. Go to classes. Yeah. Go to classes. If you ever, they have classes. If you ever been Sierra to— college has a course that they teach. They provide the motorcycle, everything. No. If you ever been to Bike Week in Daytona Beach, uh, I've never been to Sturgis, but I got a lot of friends that go there. You know, you think it's like all these biker gangs. So it's not. You know, the biker. No, it's not. The, it's a bunch of old retired people. Yeah, with a lot of money, by the way. Like like former surgeons and stuff like that. It's actually pretty cool to yep. go and hang out. You know. Anyway, we got to run. Um, police officers and stuff. Yeah, there you go. Well, thanks for listening yep. to me. Have a see good day. Later. All right, see Bye. You. Bye. Wave. She waved. Trust me. No, she did. Leah waved. Yeah. Right. Keep no, waving. it doesn't matter to me if, if people don't wave. I don't wave either, so it's fine. I don't even talk to my neighbors, so I'm, I'm okay you, with it all. I'm getting on the phone with my buddy uh, Ryan at Create Graphics today. I want to get some hand waver things for the BS. Okay, well, it'll save your hand. How about that? <laughs> Everybody's going to be like, what is this show with the damn hand? What does that mean? These guys must be idiots. Are you still going to feel some kind of way when they don't wave at that hand, too? I'm going to start getting out of my car and confront them. Oh, now I would like to see that. That would be interesting. I'm gonna Have grab, your phone with you. I'm going to grab their wrist and I'm gonna like, this is how you wave, bitch. No, you ain't going to do all that. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going to do all that. You're going to be on the news. Wave, <laughs> bitch. Get out of my way. <laughs> Get out the way. Get out the wave. Get out the wave. <laughs> Get out the wave. Yes. All right. Third round of headlines. What do you got? I want to tell you why a woman was killed by her friend at the nail salon and why the 49ers could win the Super Bowl. All right, two big stories uh, from today. Getting your headlines third round here in a minute. Hang on. You tell me, what is the best way to get forgiveness after you've cheated? What worked? Somebody listening has to have done it, accomplished it, uh, and good for you because, uh, well, I'll get to my opinion here in a second. 916-909-0985. Appreciate you being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nick D. Uh, there's Nelson. Thanks again to Kyle. There's Dougie T. I bring this up because a uh, new NFL uh, head football coach of the Carolina Panthers, Dave Canellis, California guy, uh, he's found the answer. He has found the answer. This is absolutely brilliant, right? I uh-huh. did like I am so anti-cheating, and if somebody cheats, they're gone. They're dead to me. They're out of my life. There's just there is no coming back from it. There's no way you can fix that. 
Right. You can say it's fixed, but deep down inside, there is always going to be a thing. Yep. There's going to be, be brought back up, or there, you know, there's going to be distrust. There's going to be rules. Yeah, distrust. There's all that stuff uh-huh. that's going on. But this guy is brilliant. This Dave fella, you know what he did? What did he do? He wrote a book about it. He and his wife. He he got he got busted. He was a binge drinker. You know, he was a, a allegedly addict. Well, he says he was addicted to pornography, which that's a cop out, in my opinion. Always sexual infidelity, all these bad things. Uh-huh. Good looking guy, forty two years of age. I believe he was the OC for uh, Tampa Bay uh, up until this head fo- uh, coaching gig. Well, not anyway. So he gets he, obviously there was a problem. Sixteen months ago, he writes this book, and with his wife. And uh, he says, you know, it's uh, you know, it's a it's, it's a book. It's healthy. It's Christian based marriage. Now we got it all worked out. We went to therapy, and I'm sitting here and I'm reading this story last night. And I'm going, dude, you're brilliant. <laughs> you are absolutely brilliant because you know damn well everything that you're talking about with how great you are now. There's still the urges. You know, yep. once a cheater, always a cheater. Yep. And you, I mean, if you've snowed your wife to believe that just because you've done all these things. You don't think about it or never do it again. She's as dumb as the football that you play with. And, and toss she's out. not. She's staying there for her own reasons, which probably involve coins. Okay, my next point. You know damn well when they came up with this idea, what uh-huh. she said, all the profits from this book go into my account. They're going to be <laughs> give me all the money. Yep. Or if he were smart, and he probably is because it's so far so good, he goes, you know what, why don't we write a book? Okay, look, I'm really sorry. And this therapy stuff is working. God's talking to me. All this stuff is happening. We should write a book. It's going to help us get through this and back to a better, healthy, Christian-based faith marriage. And I tell you what, I think it's even going to be even more healthy if you keep any of the proceeds. Yep. And she's like, you know what? That is going to help me cope. Yep. You know? This is a great idea. I think I can stay living with you and forgive you if we do it that way. Of course. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's yeah, do it. I've I've never stayed with someone that's cheated. I mean, I've been cheated on, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not a cheater. You know, I do not cheat. That's God's honest truth. I do not cheat. I, I despise don't cheaters. I feel like if you want to be by yourself, be by yourself. Right. I've never cheated on a serious relationship. Uh-huh. All right. I know that sounds kind of spinny, but when you're younger and you're dating, it all depends on how what you're defining the relationship mm-hmm. as. Right, because sometimes you know. people are in whole relationship with you and you're not in relationship with them. Right. You so know, what happens? There's a difference between going to a buffet and sitting down for uh-huh. a nice dinner. Yep. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. So uh, any woman that's cheated on me that I've caught cheating on me, I just never talked to them again. Like, you didn't confront them? They don't know you know? Like you just disappeared? I just disappeared. Oh. You know, I take myself out of the element. No, I want I want them to know. Yeah, but I don't care. I mean, it's like if you if because uh, I always say like in this business, if you're better than what if you're better than me, if if people if you know business company management whatever thinks that you're better than what I can do in my job, and they can sit in my chair, I'm not mad at you. Uh-huh. Whatever's best for the company, right? right? I mean, if that's what's best for for business, then that's what's best for business. I'll move on and I'll find someplace else, and life will move on and life will go on. The more you dwell on that negativity then the, the the more time you're wasting. Agreed. So same with a relationship. You know, if it's not working out, no matter what's involved, uh, you just got to move on. Uh-huh. Agreed. And the, and the faster you brainwash yourself that to, to, to make you believe that that doesn't exist anymore. And that does take talent. That is a skill I learned many, many years ago. You have to brainwash yourself to, to, to just forget, you know, whitewash the past. 
Uh, and then you move on. Yeah, I move on. But for me, the times that I've been cheated on, I didn't want you to think that I didn't know. I wanted you to know I know everything, <laughs> and I want to blow up, and I want to fight and scream, and I want to. I just want to do all this. But stuff. what's that going to accomplish? It helps me move on. That's how I move on. Everybody moves on how they move on. It's spoken like a true crackhead, right? Like you just <laughs> need that bump. Yeah. For that minute, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I absolutely do. Because and it, then I go on. It doesn't last forever. No, but but uh, it's a negative in your in your world because you don't need that bump if you're trying to get clean you know what i'm saying you want to just move forward you don't need it i need it no you don't. nobody you needs to it know. yeah it was spoken like an addict right it, that's what addicts say right they like i just need this one time just, I just this need one it time. just a little bit you know i have to help my wife out with this you know she's got like this horrible relationship with her mother and and and, and, and you know and her mother's not an angel in this and all they do was fight like when we first started uh dating and getting serious it was fighting. I'd say to him, I go, like this is this is giving me PTSD from when I'm a kid. Right. And so I had to talk, you know, I had to talk to my wife. I was like, I understand why you're angry and I understand why you do the things you do, but try just try it this way. You know, don't let it bother you because that's what people want. They want it to bother you. Once that guy knew that it bothered you that much, he knew that there was a chance that he could, that he could still have you. Oh, no, no, no. Because he knows that you care enough to spend that amount of time on things. Well, that was true. I did care enough in those instances. They, the second you find out somebody's cheating on you, you stop caring. Nobody it's not can, instant. It's not a light switch. Nobody mm. can tell me right now that you are currently in a relationship where at one time one of y'all cheated and that you have a healthy, honest relationship and never one day goes by that you don't think something could happen. It's just impossible. I think it's impossible, too. I see people mm-hmm. who do it. They move on. Even in my own family, I've seen it. Like, I grew up having so many sets of grandparents, and I had no idea why until I found out when I was much older that my grandmother wasn't my biological grandmother because my grandfather had two different families on different sides of town. That's a lot But of she work. took them back, and I was raised with her. I knew my other grandmother as well. And she never spoke about it. So I didn't even find out from her about it. I found out from somebody else. Well, now you're talking grandma in that generation. That was a different generation where, you know, unfortunately, women were stuck, right? Because it was the old, uh, you know, caveman days where Mm -hmm. women, you know, very little skill set. They're at home. On top of that, especially if you're Catholic-based faith, that it's embarrassing and you don't get divorced, so on and so forth. You know, that that was just a, a horrible thing for that generation. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so women had to live with, you know, domestic violence and being treated like they had no worth, uh, you know, because guys were on these power trips and they always had an excuse of, I just work so many hours, I pay for this. Like they owned, like you were their property. Yep. You know, so that's why, you know, you hear those stories about our grandparents mm-hmm. and even our parents, you know, depending on how old you are, if you're mm-hmm. you know around our age, you know. Depending on how old you are. Now, the other side of this, let me ask. So this guy writes a book and is all forgiven. You know, whatever the details are, they don't get into all that stuff. They're just trying to sell books. But so, uh, oh, by the way, the book is called This Marriage, The Question That Changed Everything, written by him and his wife, if you want to read it. (laughs) So what would, you know, play hypothetical, well, Uh maybe not, you know, what would allow that person back in your life? What could they do? What could they buy you? What could they say? That you would say, you know what? They've changed their ways. It's only been eight. They only do it five to six, eight to nine, 12 to 15 times a year. You know? <laughs> well, for me, the, the, the one time that I was in a situation where I did take him back, it was because he told me that he grew up 
um, without both parents lovingly in the home. Oh, that's good. Um, and he did not <laughs> want that for his child. Yeah. So he's made a mistake. Yeah. Saw the error of his ways. Strong. But we should think about her mm-hmm. and try to give her a different life than like the ones we grew up in. That guy's good. He was. <laughs> and I said, okay, you're right. Oh. You know, I do want her to grow with both her parents. I'll give you one more try, you stupid cheater. And then he did it again, and yeah. I was done. Well, you know what he did? It's a very, very simple uh, uh, process tool. He lied. Well, no, he made you the victim. Right. Right. I was a victim. No, no, no. I'm sorry. He made himself the victim is what I meant to say. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. He made, it, he made himself the victim. Mm-hmm. Murder mentality. Right. And that's, that's what most people do. And I'm not saying this is one-sided because guys cheat just as much as girls and girls cheat just as much as guys. Right. You know, so tell them my situation. Right. And and I think even more now today than probably ever is, you know, it's it's almost a 50 50 split. I would agree with that. Right. For numerous reasons, whatever the, the reasons may be. And, and, you know, and sometimes I'm not saying it's ever uh, there's never a justification on cheating, but there are sometimes where you almost understand, uh-huh. you know, like if 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 one party is shunned out, you know, or something like that. Uh, so you kind of get it. But there, you know. I, I just, there is nothing, I, I've never had a woman in my life that's cheated on me. I mean, I've been married for 13 years, so I haven't really had any of these issues, but I've never had a woman in my life uh, when I was dating that I knew that cheated on me that tried to come back because I made it very, very clear that I wasn't interested. They always try, though. Even when you make it clear, I'm I think hit. at some point they try to tip back in, right, Nelson? What is oh, that? They always, I mean, I've only had it, a situation where it happened one time. So, yeah, they that person did try to come back. Yeah, what did they do? They buy you something? No, it's just it was like it was it was like slowly like incorporate trying to incorporate themselves back into my life because I was like, no, I'm done with you. This is this is over. And then a few months or whatever went by, and it's kind of what Trig does now. Or, uh, it's Trudy exactly too. what she does. But it's not her. This was a girl that was earlier on. But yeah, it's I'm susceptible to it. <laughs> did, yeah. did she the, the Trudy too the the crazy one that you're trying to get back with that has a uh-huh. like, cop boyfriend? Yep. Listen, I'm not trying to get back. That's with her what anymore. she does. He he blocks her everywhere, and then he goes, Nikki D, you're not going to be happy with me. Why, Nelson? I start back talking to Trudy too. What? Did I, she, I mean, talk I tell to you her though. when you have her blocked everywhere. Did she did she cheat on you? No. Yeah, that you know of. That, I, well, that, that I know he of, knows yeah. of, that but I'm of. sure she did. It well, fits her character. Well, think about this with Nelson. I mean, his wife cheated on him, right? And he's living at her house right now. Yeah, but that's yeah, different. But I'm not trying they to get back ha- together They're not trying to get back together, ever. and they have kids. So mm-hmm. I do think when you have kids, it's a little bit more tricky sometimes with the total cutoff. You can't just cut somebody off and never talk to them again, and y'all got a whole child together. No, I disagree with that. I see, You know, because usually kids will kind of – gravitate towards one parent you know mm-hmm. so you just sit them down you just say which one do you like better oh no you don't absolutely <laughs> you sit there not what you, do. you got a boy you got a girl you got little oh little God. johnny and little Susie, <laughs> and you sit them down and you just straight up with them you're like look your mom's kind of a hoe and she cheated on me uh and uh and you know i, I gotta get out of here you know but i'm willing to take you know both one you know whatever you guys want to do the who do you like better and like, well, we like mommy better. Well, pfft, fine, you're stuck with her. 
I'm no. Out, I'm out the door. No, that is Absolutely. not how that goes. Yeah. Not at all. Your children still have to see both parents. So it makes it a little bit more difficult what's in that, those instances. What's that term we talked about earlier? Low emotional intelligence. <laughs> yeah. that, that would a, be it. Is that, is, that a, is that a box checked off that of low emotional for intelligence? Sure. <laughs> for sure. You just make it quick. And the quicker you do it, right, the quicker you slice your wrist, the faster you're going to die. So instead of just like... Sitting there and 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 dwelling and and arguing and contemplating and all that stuff, you just got to go cold turkey. That's with anything. Like if you want to quit something, cold turkey. That's the best way to do it. If you can, that right. is the best way to do it. Well, but that's I'm telling story. you that most women, especially in this wife's predicament with a husband making millions, most of them aren't leaving. Right, yeah. Until they're like super fed up and then they know they can get half, yeah. then they're out. I would love to have been a fly on the wall in this conversation. Oh, yes. Because right. I'd never, oh, yes. you know, you go back to the, you know, the whole Kobe cheating scandal back in the day, right? Uh-huh. And then right after he buys, you know, the wife this huge rock. Yep. And that was the joke, right? You just, oh, well, you just got to buy a 20 karat diamond or whatever it was. <laughs> And, and she'll she's, stay. And she's going to come back. You did the press conference, and she's up there with them, and yep. she's got that hand out there, and it's like you couldn't see anything because it was like bling, 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 bling. <laughs> You're like, okay, you know what? I guess jewelry wins. If I were a jewelry company right after that press conference, I'd be, buy the rock that forgives. You know? And oh, do, yeah, that's good. Do you like what I, you know? Now you should have did marketing. Ever, well, I. So good. You would think somebody would listen to me every <laughs> once in a while, but they don't. <laughs> Every I'm sorry starts with K. You okay, know. yes. Oh, that's good. That is good. <laughs> Something like that, right? Yeah. So jewel, you know, it depends on the girl and the relationship, but jewelry, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff that kind of works. But this couple, God, I was, you know, the book thing is just absolutely brilliant. You know, I'm not like being pro cheating here, but if you're trying to get out of the hole, I mean, even if you're not going to publish the damn thing, just do a blog. You know, like say any profits from the blog, right? You know, let's do a YouTube channel. Right. <laughs> let's do a podcast. Uh, that'll get listeners, right, to do a right, cheating sure. podcast. Some kind of way, somehow, I'm going to lace your pockets. I'm just trying to understand the mindset, like, with the woman. She's been cheated on. She was she was the one that got cheated on. Mm-hmm. And then she catches the guy, I'm assuming. That's kind of how the story goes. And then this guy, what, you sit down, and then you're like, I want to work it out. That's exactly what happens. And then you go, well, how do we do it? You start going to therapy throw a little God in the mix because that always, you know, softens the blow. And mm-hmm. then you're like the nail in the coffin would be like, you know, we really need to get our emotions out on paper. Let's write a book. Well, uh, um, you don't know who she is, but she's like a big deal on social media. Her and her boyfriend publicly broke up like three weeks ago. Now they're back together, but she's making sure that everybody knows they're in therapy. So I think therapy is a hot button now, too. If you say the words therapy, people are like, okay, this makes what you did better. Yeah, therapy is always the, you get the pass for everything. Yes. Right? All you have to do is have a therapist. Yeah. I'm I'm starting to tell people that I don't even have a therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's the best excuse for anything. Just, I'm going to go to therapy. Can't make the meeting. Going to be late. Not going to be in today. Sorry for my actions. It's a damn therapist. Who's your therapist? Well, that's confidential. I can't tell you. (laughs) Right. Same with those that lie about the sex addiction. Sex addiction is not real. I know clinically they say it's real. It is not a real thing. I don't believe it. It is is the biggest scientific cop out ever. Every man on the planet is addicted to sex. (laughs) Right. Everyone (laughs) is addicted to sex. Uh Not just men. Not just men. (laughs) But it's controllable. There's nothing that is overcoming your body. Then you go and like, what's the endorphins and stuff like that? 
So, am I addicted to finding a quarter in a payphone because my endorphins would jump up too? No, you, you show very little understanding of what real addiction is. There's sex addiction is not real. There's you no, think sex addiction is real? There's night? no chemical. There's no chemical you put in your body in your body that would make your body addicted to sex. It's not about the chemical. Don't get wrapped up. In the, we don't have time for this. Well, I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, in Nelson's world, there's always an out. There's always oh, an excuse. Okay. I'm yep. interested. You to know, do that. you, you got to feel sorry for everybody that uses an excuse. That's just his thing. That's fine. I love him for it. But sex addiction, David Duchovny, when he came out with that, liar. <laughs> I definitely don't. I don't buy into it. Absolute lies. All lies. He's so uncomfortable on the other side of the Zoom right now. He wants to fight. He wants to get out what he he needs to say, but he doesn't have time. I had to let someone on the show speak up for people who are just a just your general view of addiction just feels a little skewed. That's not true. I do. I do believe those that have certain types of addictions. I feel sorry for. I do. I really do. And I wish they'd get help and all that good stuff. Yep. I'm a big fan of that. Helping them out. Sex addiction. That's the only one I have a problem with. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I believe in the drugs addictions and stuff like that. Even food addiction. I'll give you that. I'll throw another one in. Trudy addictions. Not no. a real thing. Yeah, no, that's not a real thing. No, that is a real thing. I've seen it. I've seen it. It's real. Talking real right now. Uh, 916-909-0985. Give us a minute. Hang on. $30 will get you millions. That's the dream. Right? Mm-hmm. Those storage units. You ever see that Storage Wars uh, television show? Oh, yes. Yeah. That's cool. Always wanted to do that stuff. I, I'm going to tell you why I've never wanted to, because I've lost some storage units, and it's so sad. So I would never <sighs> want to go rummage through somebody else's storage, because I know how sad I felt when I lost mine. Oh, like you lost it was your stuff. It was my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very similar to uh, Nelson's stuff being locked uh-huh. up in his apartment. Kind of. Uh, but, you know, there's more to it than what you see on the TV show because there's so much leftover. That's why they all have those kind of thrift stores afterwards, uh-huh. you know, because they, they get the stuff and the stuff that they can go to a direct, you know, like, oh, I know you're going to want to buy this. Uh, everything else is put into those thrift stores. A lot of it's thrown away. Yeah. I've interviewed most of those guys. I mean, it's not as easy as the television show uh, shows. But, you know, you do it for you know, the... The find. The, the one find, the uh-huh. Babe Ruth rookie card or the safe full of cash. Yep. You know, I mean, we do this job. We come to work every day, not for, you know, all the stuff that we do. You're just waiting for the one... I always tell you guys this. You wait for the one phone call, the guy jumping off the, I guess in this case, Tower Bridge, right? That needs to be saved. You know, it's the, it's the old Howard theory, the one guy that's jumping off the Brooklyn Bridge. Um, and that's why you do this job. That's why you do a lot of things. You wait for the river. You wait for the big hand. Um, so these uh, Modesto TikTokers, they go and they do this often. They go to these storage units and they and they buy units. You know, they buy the stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do it. The only problem is, you know, they they from what I learned, because I was going to do it one time, they only have these sales during the weekdays. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And then don't they just give you like a few seconds of peep in it or something, or they yeah. tell you what's in there? You can't, you can't, you can't rummage through it you, beforehand. You, yeah, you, like you can't, put, you know, peek over. You just have to take a look, take a gander. Yep. And then, uh, and then, and then bid on it. So you're gonna lose more than you're gonna win. I'm assuming. But these dudes think that they found a storage unit uh, that once be- they, that, that was once believed to have belonged to MC Hammer. Now that would be neat. How cool is this? Yes. That's why I said $30 will get you millions. So this storage unit has parachute pants in it. Uh Uh-huh. A couple fur coats. 
an old Mac computer. God knows what's on that. Over 30 master tapes labeled Death Row Records, which would scare me. Uh possible unreleased music from MC Hammer. And I don't know about you guys, but I've been waiting decades for that. Oh, I definitely have. Also, DJ Quick and Snoop Dogg. Oh. Right? Okay. Yeah. They they, uh, did uh, an interview with Fox 40 News. They say we buy them all the time for as little as five bucks. No brainer. Pick it up. Five making 100, 200 bucks. I mean, it just makes sense, and you move on. You Probably the rest of the stuff that they're, you know, if you pay five bucks and you're able to sell some stuff for a couple hundred dollars, and the rest of the stuff is junk, just throw it away or donate it. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree with that. I mean, you just still made a ridiculous ROI on your $5. Uh, but they're not quite sure if it's legit, maybe too legit. To quit? Oh, yeah. We heard that when we were at Thunder Valley the last time. I know. Oh, my gosh. I was so excited that I heard it. So those who claim to be from the label have contacted the guys about grabbing some of this stuff. They have not yet to agree on a deal. Can you imagine if Suge Knight was out of jail? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, no. And, oh, yes. And negoti- back in jail. Yeah, right. Negotiating this deal. There would be no negotiation. Nope. Nope. Uh, so these two TikTokers believe the items in the storage unit could be worth millions of dollars, creating a massive opportunity for this unit that they only paid $30 for. How cool would that be if you found MC Hammer's storage? And when did they they stop paying on it that now it's up for auction? You know what I'm saying? Well, I think a better question is, is why did he stop paying on it? That's what I'm saying. Well, he did go broke. Yeah, he, he did broke. go broke at one point, but that's what I'm saying. Like, why now would they stop paying on it? Like, is this a storage that was put away and one of his people was in charge of it and they mm. paid it all these years and died? You know, that's a good question. I don't know what the rules are. I'm sure it's the kind of same rule across the board for these storage units. But, you know, how long does one have to go? 90 days. <laughs> she knows exactly. They put the padlock on at 60 days, at 90 days, your stuff's ejected. Your stuff's gone. You don't even know what I was going to ask. Yes, I do. 90 days. And how many warnings do you get? Um, they contact you as soon as you miss the payment, and then they call you every single week. And then they say, look, um, you have 30 days from this date. If you don't pay it in full, because now we won't take a partial payment, your stuff's going to be gone. Then you don't pay it. Then they say, your stuff's going up for auction on this date, and then it's gone. How much did you have to pay? I don't. I never knew because I never had the money to pay. Mine was always hundreds of dollars by the time uh-huh. my stuff was being auctioned off. But what was in there? Anything of value? Um, One time I lost my entire house almost. Living room suit, bedroom suits, washers, dryers, like everything was in there. For a couple hundred bucks, you couldn't get a couple hundred bucks to save it? I was in a struggle season. I didn't have it. Yeah. Um, Prostitution, drugs. No, um, I don't do any of those things. I'm saying you could, though, for the hundred no, bucks. No, I was not willing to. <laughs> I would. I'd sell my body. Uh, another <laughs> time that I lost one, I didn't have as much stuff in there, so it was mostly kind of like clothes, I think maybe one bed, a lot of like my childhood stuff that I was keeping oh. up with. I lost all that mm. stuff. That's the good stuff. My senior pictures. Yeah. Your daughter's uh, older sister was in one of them, I heard. No. She's no longer with us. She was, <laughs> she was, no, she was, I've only she had was one child. <laughs> She's so wrong for that. She was taken from a store. To, <laughs> Nikki was like, you know what? I can't do two. I can only do one. No. <laughs> so in response on uh, X, formerly Twitter, what, when are we going to just say X? Like I'm never going to say X. I'm always going to call it Twitter. When okay. you say X, people are going to be like, what is that? You have to say Twitter. So they're like, oh, yeah, Twitter. Right. It's a dumb name. So Twitter. One response on Twitter. A verified account belonging to MC Hammer said, quote, unquote, 
If this be truth, a man spent $50 for such a gift. Are they not his? Question mark. God bless him. I don't know what that means. Like there was he's no punctuation. Like made, there was no well, like capitalization. He's made peace with him. I, I like it's yeah. It kind of sounds like you know, take it if for you know right. for the thirty fifty dollars or whatever you paid for it. Mm-hmm. Which that's crazy that he'd say that. Exactly, because if those tapes have unreleased music, that's gonna be worth so much money, so much money. Somebody's gonna want that. I think more from Snoop Dogg. I was gonna say you got Snoop right. in there. Yeah, I mean like the, probably the Snoop, the Snoop Dogg stuff. Don't yeah. discount Hammer. But thirty master tapes. I mean, that's, you know, like there are artists that give up, you know, if you know the Motley Crue story, I mean, they got out of their, their original deal and they, uh, they decided not to get paid off millions and millions of dollars just so they could have their master tapes, you know? Yeah. But like having the master tape and having the master's rights is different. Yeah, but I can have the master tape all I want, but I can't go and release that music. Well, but you got to start with one. You're fair. You know, you gotta you can't gotta have, have one. one without the other. You can't have one without the other. <laughs> you cannot. You know, maybe we should uh, find one of these things. I've always wanted to do it. I've never been able to do it. I've always wanted to do it. Oh, you want to go be it on the storage? Yeah, I love the estate sales and you know and the yard sales. You know, again, I've said this a million times. My dream is to go find a picture, and then in the back, it's a copy of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> that's like my dream. I, I just want that. I want to uh, like. Have you ever said why you think that that's out there? Yeah, because he watched the National Treasure. Nicholas Cage. No, somebody somebody's found um somebody found one. Right? There's more than one copy. But I'm di- saying so you know there's right? a copy somewhere in the world that just hasn't been found. Like could you always say that? Well, there's a lot of documentation that hasn't been found, I believe. Okay. You know. I was I just mean, wondering how like, you know that. Like our forefathers were like puzzle makers. You know, I mean they were leaving Easter eggs all all over the place. So, right? I mean, so. I mean, the, the, yeah, if you believe the Da Vinci Code and, and books like that, I don't I don't know. I guess I'm not smart enough to know if those are real codes they're leaving behind. Or are we just like using the facts to fill in our narrative? No, it's all real. I can tell you that. Or they just have, <laughs> and they're like, we want this guy to spend his it's whole life. No, no, no. It's all like the, the Freemasons and, and the talking code and the secret societies. That's all real. I mean, that stuff's real. I'm telling you, if there's proof. Yeah, the Masons, I mean, the Masons are, are real. real. Yeah. yeah, the Masons, the Templars, all that stuff. Yeah, you got me there. I don't know who the Templars are, but I know about the Masons. It was, uh, uh, you know, the Temptations are. I know them, yeah. They were before. Mm-hmm. Oh, they sung Silent Night. No, 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 no. They were like in the 30s. Oh. And actually, the father of one of the guys in the, like, the not-so-famous guy in the Temptations mm-hmm. was in the Templars. Okay, gotcha. So, like the '30s, and they were around what until like the late '30s, I think. They were they're not that big of a deal. <laughs> the Temptations aren't. No, the Templars. Oh, the Templars are okay. Yeah, the Templars okay. sounded very similar. Very similar. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That's why Otis thought he was such a big deal. Yeah, I think Templar. it was Otis's dad, <laughs> Rod- Roderick. <laughs> Roderick Cross. Nobody coming to listen to you, Otis. <laughs> Why is that funny to you? You don't believe me, do you? Of course I don't. Yeah, I would. <laughs> of course I don't. <laughs> thought it was pretty good. Templars, temptations. Sounded great. <laughs> Templations. Temp- Templartations. <laughs> I have this Templartation to go to Oak Island because there's so much stuff there. I love that Oak Island. I do. I do. All right. Fourth and final round of headlines. Last minute calls, comments, concerns. 916-909-0985. Tell you, you can win a $500 gift card from Shane Company. Some of the 
stories that have already been sent in are good. Uh, then we'll get out for a Wednesday. Text machine, you got that too? All right, what do you got? I'm going to tell you where locally a standoff occurred yesterday and how a lady survived being compacted in a trash can. All right, get you the two big stories uh, from today. Your fourth and final round of headlines here in a minute. Hey. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. Headlines. And fourth and final round of headlines. Thanks to good guys heating and air. 530 Good Air, Nikki D. Woodland police were involved in a tent standoff, H7. Police in a standoff with a man who has a warrant for his arrest. The officers here are at Marin Place. Again, this is in Woodland. Are you sure, sir? It doesn't sound like you're very confident <laughs> of this story. <laughs> this took place yesterday afternoon. This guy had a warrant for his arrest, and the police spotted him. Um, this has been happening since I've gotten here. And they pursued him. He went on a high-speed chase with them, stopped the car, got out, ran into a neighborhood, and he climbed on top of somebody's roof. Now, this caused three schools in the area to be locked down, rightfully so. He never entered any of the schools. They just did all these things for precautions. So it took the police a while to talk him down, negotiate with him. They ended up getting him off the roof, and he was arrested. Throw him an extra five years in jail for being stupid. Why would you go to a roof? Right. You've got nowhere to go. Now this whole neighborhood was locked. Locked down. People were locked down in their houses. This is ridiculous. Yeah, that was silly. Surrender. The police are behind you. You know you're going to jail. How did he get Just up there? Go. I guess he climbed up there. Yeah, he must have had some ups. Right. I was, yeah, I was watching it yesterday on KCRA. They had the helicopter overhead, and he was going from roof to roof. And a, yeah, a buddy of mine lives in the neighborhood, and it was all shut down. It was nuts. Oh, he was going roof to roof. Yeah, that's what they said. He was going roof to roof. He had his like shirt off, his belly out, and exactly. stuff. Exactly. That's yeah. a, not a good look yeah. for the bad guy. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. All right. Second story. A woman survived a trash mashing. H eight. And um, he heard screaming and stuff like that. So we thought, you know, something really bad was out there happening. Yeah, definitely never nothing but raccoons, maybe little critters in there. They're not all spooky, but never a person in there. A 60-year-old woman in New Hampshire went out to take her trash out. She lived in an apartment, and somehow when throwing her trash bag in there, she fell in there with the trash. Not sure how that happened. But it's like she, the second time in three weeks. This is the second yeah. time. Everything happens happened. in threes, right? So when when she got when she fell in there, she couldn't get out. So when the trash man picked her up, he dumps the trash. She's screaming, but he doesn't hear her. He hit the compactor four times before oh. he noticed her in there. Luckily, the type of trucks they have there, they have cameras in the trash. Oh, so he cool. just happened to look at his camera and see the woman, I guess, before he compacted her for the fifth time. They said she was barely alive at that point, but they were able to get her out, and she's in the hospital right now recovering. God, that would be horrible. Yes. I mean, yeah. there's a law and order. Uh, yeah, law and order. Is it a law and order or an CSI? Or uh, um, criminal minds, one of the two, where they're chasing the bad guy and he jumps off the roof in a, in a garbage truck, uh-huh. and they can't get the garbage guy's attention because he's got headphones on. And he, sm- I saw that one, and he smashes them. And he smashes them. Yes. And I'm just like, you know, like not too many ma- things make me cringe watching like something, especially on network television. I'm like, oh my god, that would be horrible. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, out of all the places that you could fall into off the roof, you fall into that. A trash can. Yeah, a trash can. Yeah, but she survived four smashes. How did she, she fell into the can? She, That's what I can't understand because I have a dumpster in my apartment complex. I throw trash in there all the time. So I'm like, okay, even if maybe I didn't let my the trash go and, and I went with it. Yeah. It, 
there's the opening. I won't fall into it. I just bang into it and feel dumb. Yeah. So I don't know how she fell in trying know. to throw it out. That's sure. special. That's mm-hmm. that's some skills right there. All right. Uh, let's finish things up here. Do you have a couple of these stories that you can read? The, the... I do, and I have some stuff on the text machine. Okay. Whichever one you want to do first. Uh, well, let's do the Shane Company stuff first because this is a really cool opportunity uh, for those of you that are listening where you can share your classic love story with us for a chance to win a $500 gift card to Shane Company. Uh, you can nominate your partner by sharing your cute, you, you use the word cute, yeah. cute love story and why they deserve to win a timeless gift from Shane Company. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is fill out the online entry form on the website. Right. Which KRXQ.net. Is, yep, KRXQ.net. And then one lucky winner, probably you listening, will be chosen to receive this $500 gift card to Shane Company. This is phenomenal. Uh, so some of the nominations, go ahead. Read them. Uh, we have Joshua from Sutter County who wrote in and said, my wife of 22 years is my rock. She has been there through my 13 years of military service and my deployment to Iraq. She's given me four beautiful do- daughters. She's unselfish. She does everything for them and nothing for herself. This will be a great gift to give her this Valentine's Day. That's very sweet. It is. Very, very. That's what, that is what you would call a cute love story. Yep. All right. You got another one or is that you just reading one off? Well, we only had three. I read the other one yesterday, and oh. the first one's, like, extremely long. Oh, okay. So I was just going to pop that All right. Well, give me something from the text machine, then. You got her, Doug? <laughs> Boom. Look at that, Dougie T. Dang. Ah. Uh, the low emotional intelligence is such an insensitive saying. Of course. That's it's got to be a guy. Is. No, it's actually a woman. Oh, really? I don't want to bust her out. So they're agreeing with me. Yeah, they think it's Damn insensitive right. to say that. That's my listener. I love her. Uh, emotions are for women and children. So this is another person, I guess, Boom. on your side there. Bailey House on fire this morning. going on there. Dude, was uh, that sent from his phone number? <laughs> no, it wasn't. These are Check all Sacramento number. numbers. These are all Sacramento okay. numbers. It's, okay. it's, it's local. Uh, the most extreme example of sex addiction will be people who commit violent sex crimes in order to satisfy their needs. That is not sex addiction. No, that, not at all. Not at all. That, that you, is something wrong with you mentally. In a million other addiction ways. Addiction is something wrong with you mentally. Right, we don't have time for this. Go ahead. Uh, you guys have to win a storage auction and then open it up on air, man. That'll be great. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be a good bit. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am working on with my guy right now. I'm talking to him. About giving, getting some BS hands, uh, so I'm bring, I'm bringing the wave. I'm not the putting wave. that in my car. You damn right you are. <laughs> I'm going to super glue that on your car. You know the one that suctions. That does not go in my decor. That suctions, and then when you drive, it waves. <laughs> this is going to say, you know, your saying is wave at your fave. That's my saying. Yes, when I'm out and about for events in public, wave at your fave. But don't drive around on the street waving at me. Well, I'm going to buy some of these, and then we're going to do a big thing. And we're going to do a handy event. Is it going to say wave at your fave? Then we're I'll put it up have there. a handy event. <laughs> <laughs> the company's going to love that. <laughs> Not going to ask. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Nikki D, what do you got? Oh, you're out uh, at the high school. Yes, I'm, I got to head there now. I'm late. What's the high school again? It's Valley High. Valley High. She's going to be at Valley High mm-hmm. talking to the kids at a job fair. That's my girl right there. All right. Yeah. All right. What do you got before we get out? Nelson, can you please quickly explain addiction to me? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, I don't have any time. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> Nelson, what do you got? No, I just I don't have any time. <laughs> all right, Dougie T. I feel like I might suffer from low emotional intelligence. You and me both. Wow, we are Join all on the, the same. We, yeah, we are on the same page. Everybody is on the same page today, let me tell you. All right, Mickey's up next. Enjoy uh, my poker buddy, Abe Cannon.
Enjoy that fine program starting at 3 o'clock here this afternoon. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. Give us a like, share, follow on social, listen to the BS, get our podcast on the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com. A new episode of the BS Uncensored is released today, each and every Wednesday. And if all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. The BS. If you can't wait for the next installment, grab their podcasts on the free Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com. Later, dudes. 98 Rock.